Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a G Radio, episode 524, and for the first time, and I couldn't tell you how long, there's only two people on the show. It is One of them's me. Yeah, Oof. everybody just clicked off. This is, it's over. You don't listen to the show, but man, we got good stuff to talk about this week. We have we do. No Man's Sky. We have a great game called Gene Rain. Oh, fuck. Oh! <laughs> 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 Look at the sw- the swollen scorpions, the swollen scorpions. I can love how I can tell that some. We'll get into it. I oh, guess. it's gonna be. Do you good. want to just get into it yeah, now? Let's let's just talk about this we... game because. Oh, I think I put in. I think I put in thirty minutes and was just like, you know, life's too short. Man, <laughs> it's uh, I, so. Uh... <laughs> I, I'm, can I, I'm just. I'm. I'm gonna say it. This might be the worst game of the year so far. It's pretty bad, and it's like, like even the everything, achievement name. Everything looks like it's been bought off of like the Crytek store or something. So here's a funny thing: if you have an X, it has uh, an enhanced mode. And I, God, I would love to tell you, I would love to tell you the the wording of it because the wording of it is like fucking crazy. But I can't for the life of me remember what it was. So I turned it on. And when you turn it on, it makes it look like bull shots, like like a really sharp image, but the frame rate drops to like two frames a second. Wow. <laughs> and the frame rate's not good to begin with. Oh, it, it's beautiful compared to and, the, the X mode. Uh, <laughs> enemies, enemies just, <laughs> enemies just pop in from nowhere. Shoot the spiders, okay? And then the spiders, I'm literally aiming at one. And the other one just pops up out of nowhere. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, sure. And then here, uh, go into the hallway. Alright. And just walk. And I can't really do a good example of it, but it sounded like like one person sounds like this, and the other obviously been recorded on a different place in a different time. And like that's just it. Like everybody sounds so different from each other. The accents and I realize that these are probably non-native English speakers, um, but oh my god! Oh, oh and then like the little things. And I know this is like seems like crazy, but like when some of the accents are so strong and the audio is so poorly recorded, then obviously you're gonna look at subtitles. <laughs> the subtitles are bad, and like the spacing on subtitles are bad. Like I can forgive like just broken English, but it's like. Just large gaps of space in between words, like different sized versions. Um, like, and 
There's, there's, <laughs> it's, it just, it's a laundry list. Like, it's one of those games that if you can somehow get it for like five dollars, it is so well, think... worth experiencing just to see how bad it is. It's, it's, it reminds me of that the the very short time frame um, when um, all the asset. Well, I mean, I know it still happens, but when all the asset store like the um, specifically Crytek and uh, Unity uh, engine stores, all those all people would do is buy a bunch of just random assets and throw them in together. It kind of feels like that, but with a little bit of polish. And I say that like as in like these people like tried to make everything look like it belongs together, but uh, it's it bad, it's, it's a, a kid. Game. Okay, sure. And then there's a walking mission, and then it got back to shooting. I didn't know what was going on. Also, so check I... this out. Um, everybody knows I play inverted. So I set the controls to inverted, and the opening shooting sequence is fine. The walking section switches back to normal, and you can't change it. Oh, God. And then, like, it switches back to inverted when it goes back to the shooting. And I... I have no fucking idea what that story's about. Uh, so what I gathered was, uh, like, alien creatures or something have stolen children and made them weapons? But there's something about, like, the heart or something? Like... Oh, yeah, the big machine that's, like, walk up into the walk up to the heart, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, okay. What's the heart do? I don't know. What is it? Swollen I scorpions. have no interest in finding out. This game's bad. I just this I, game is bad. This story is bad. Like it's not even. It, this is. Hmm. How do I put this? There's bad. It's like I really like Deadly Premonition, and like it, that game has a lot of issues. We could argue that it's on on the verge of being bad. Some of the issues it has, like it is, especially if you play the um, director's cut. It's janky, it's got frame rate issues, but there's enough charm and enough experimentation in that that I think carries that game to being more than just kind of crap. But I know a lot of people does, don't like it, and that it's a kind of a cult game. Um, there's no charm to this game other than it just being a thing that you can laugh at. At, not with, at. You should probably um, it mention is... that it's like a Gears of War clone. Yeah, yeah, and not a good one. No, it's a terrible um, one. Like the it controls is are broken. Super bad. The, the, the cover system is bad. Like, the the co- you can't you can't go. You have to you have to take cover and then jump from cover. And when running running is on the R three, which doesn't really or uh, the right analog stick, pressing that down doesn't make a lot of sense. And like I'm like, I think it was that. It was it was bad. And then, like, you can't just dash into cover. You have to run up to the cover and then take cover. You're not really sure where you're being hit from. The guns are things that shoot. Like, they don't really explain that at all. No, it doesn't tell you how to switch weapons either, and you can. Sorry? It doesn't tell you how to switch weapons, and you can, and you have, like, three other weapons. Yeah, I know. I, I, I accidentally found that out. There was like mentioned something about a submachine gun, and I was like, "I have a submachine gun." They're like, is this a submachine gun? I'm like, no, this is something that fires. Like, they all look the same, basically, too, other than the way your character holds them. 
like looking at the like like um, selection didn't tell me anything. Nope. Oh man, this game is shit. I, utter shit. I not This game is so fucking terrible. I, I, you said to me, you gotta see this, and I said, I sent back to you. I think I don't want to play video games anymore. It was that bad. I had to get, I had to play something else to take the terrible taste out of my mouth. It was so fucking terrible. The only thing, like, just. There's nothing. The only thing, there's no, there's no retail version. It's just digital. Thank God. And yeah, if it like goes on sale for five bucks, fuck it. You you can spend five dollars in worse ways. This is this is pretty bad. But like, what are we gonna spend it on? Coffee? Oh no, you'll have far more enjoyment out of uh, this than a coffee, especially if you have friends. If you have a friend that can tolerate this and like make it fun of it alongside you, you're gonna have a hell of a time. If you're a streamer, if you do streams, show this to people and how bad it is. Because it is funny with other people, but like playing by yourself, I, I I was just like I was laughing at it, but I was just like I don't, I got other stuff to play. I'm not gonna waste my time on this. Yeah, it's oh. it's it's I like it came out of nowhere. I heard about it. They sent us a bunch of codes. Oh, for I can it. I can tell you where it came from. It t- <laughs> just somebody popped a squat and took a hot dump. <laughs> it's bad. It makes that uh, Gears of War clone from Quantum uh, Theory. Yeah, Quantum Theory. Uh, Quant- yeah, that Quantum Theory was like a weird Asian version of. It was like Tecmo or something like that. Yeah, and and like if it starts off with a really shitty Gears of War thing, and then turned into something else when you have the woman alongside you. Yeah, that game was not a good Gears of War clone. No, this game not at is all. just a bad game. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a good Gears of War clone. It ends up being like a mediocre game, but th- this is bad. This is this is this is actually probably one of the worst games I've played in a long time. Yep. Um, I put it right next to Body Count, the which Code is a first Masters first, game. The Codemasters game, that game where enemies weird. were just running around. I was like, it was. I, I looked at it. It was like, where's the graphics settings? Because this looks like utter shit. This isn't that old of a game. <laughs> It tried to do the club thing where you could like chain kills together for yeah. points. Yeah, that game was bad too. I like the club. Oh no, 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 no! I'm talking uh, not the club. Uh, the club was okay. No, I'm talking. Um, oh, body count was a body bad count. Game. Yeah, body count was a bad game. Body count that if you look at the back, you're like, oh, it's got kind of like a Tron esque look. No, not at all. You will not see that for a while. It is a lot of just shit, shitty graphics. Oh yeah, uh, it, Gene Rain. Gene Rain is making my my list for end of the year. Just not the one probably wants to. Yeah, it's a pretty bad game. Um, any what else? What else besides? Gene uh, Rain? I, I guess so. I played Gene Rain. Uh, can I talk about the game I'm playing for review? What, which one? I don't remember. Blackjack. Yeah, it's out. It's out. Okay. Um, that's uh. Man, I don't know how to like. It's a, that's gonna be a hard one to review. Um, I haven't played a lot of it. I need to play more before I can make final opinions. The presentation of that game is fantastic because they present it like in Street Fighter Two, uh, which is like they've done a whole bunch of pixel art. They've done animation. It's really well done. You fly around the world. Each casino you play in, uh, while the dealer is the same, they they do a different background to match the country you're in. It's a really neat thing. 
Um, it's blackjack. Like, blackjack's you fun. Know, blackjack's fun if you're playing for money or against friends. Um, you're doing neither. This. Well, and, and like and, and blackjack, like the thing with poker is there's you know you there's not only like the way you like the way you play like so here's here's the thing you you have to make upfront bets uh in blackjack and I know there's a pay in for poker but like you can raise consistently as you go around the table which then you can use to bluff there's a lot of things you can do in poker in this you don't have that so the level of skill kind of goes down it's more of like actual gambling um so it's it's a weird thing cuz it's like how do you criticize blackjack right like it is what it is it's blackjack but the presentation's really good so i i i'm going to play more and see if there's anything to it um but uh yeah i uh I'm not like I don't know what to say about that game. I I think it is some of the best presentation I've seen on like a casino type game though for sure because again like they the intro sequence alone is a recreation of the intro sequence of Street Fighter 2. The guy is shuffling cards in a way and then he throws them at the screen like Ryu. Like it, it ah just yeah, it it's it's fantastic. Um so I wasn't on last week, so I'll kind of go through what I've played uh, I, uh, there too. Um, so I played, I finished up Anima. Uh, I wrote uh, the reviews out for that, so you can read it on the site. Um, I played two demos. I played the WarioWare Gold demo, which I'm super excited for because I love WarioWare, and everybody should love WarioWare. Yeah, just it's so need to random. Switch and, version. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, especially with the fact that, like, if they just force you to play, well, no, you know, like you have the, you have the, they need a switch version where they switch out maybe the, um, I don't know, because you can do kind of everything with the switch, but you can't do it all at the same time because you have the touch screen, um, uh, when you have it in handheld, but then you have the motion controls when it, like, you know what I mean. Yeah. So you couldn't do the touch stuff if you were handheld, um. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you. They should. They should do. They should work on uh, on a Switch version because they haven't had a WarioWare on consoles since the Wii, and that's one of the best ones. Um, what's really weird about the way this is set up is that it, or at least the demo, is that it's set up as a best of. Like Wario, for the first time, has full dialogue, <laughs> which is as jarring as it sounds. I was gonna um, say that's kind of weird for Wario. Yeah, to be it's out not there. just like a wah. I've got to win. Uh, it's not any of that. It's uh, like, I'm going to win. Hey, hey, loser. This is... <laughs> You're going to play WarioWare. <laughs> ah. Okay. okay. Um, and and it, like, and he explains how to play it. And I'm like, this is probably the most any Mario character has talked since Sunshine. And it's Wario, which is weird. Um, but, I mean, what was neat is that they've, they aren't, they seemingly aren't just ports of old WarioWare games that they went in and redid the graphics. Like they did all new graphics for some of the WarioWare games. So that's kind of neat. And that this is a collection of twisted touched and, uh, WarioWare, the original. So that's neat. 
Uh, I played the Captain Toad demo just to see what it was like on 3DS. Um, 3D effects cool. You end up staring at the bottom screen though, so it's Captain Toad. Uh, if you own it, like if you own a Switch and you really want to play the, if and you own the, if you own a Wii U, pick up that version instead of buying the 3DS version. Personally, unless you really want to play the all the levels, but they they took out the 3D World levels and put in um, Odyssey levels instead. It's only four levels though, so it's not worth it, in my opinion, to pay the full price. Um, if you haven't played Captain Toad though, uh, that's a charming puzzle game platformer, puzzle platformer. Um, so I really do suggest playing it. If 3DS is your only option, I it's still a great game. Um, it's just kind of disappointing that they're ends up not being a reason to have the 3D on because you're not looking at that screen most of the time. Or at least I found myself not looking at the screen because the touch controls are on the bottom, so I'm looking at the bottom screen. Um, and there is some touch control. Um, uh, I bought Grand Theft Auto V on PC. I don't know why I bought that game again. Because um, it, it hasn't sold enough yet. Yeah, it was 20 bucks, and I have a new graphics card. and I actually had it on PC before, but I bought it through Green Man. And it's through the Rockstar launcher, and like I was just like, I'm not going through the work of this again. I just want it on a Steam account, so I bought it on Steam for twenty bucks, and uh, whew, my graphics card now being able to run it like on full, it's very nice. Um, so I played the, that. I started it up Swords of Ditto. I didn't really play it, but wow, that game is pretty. I love the look wow, of that was, game. That uh... game. Well, they updated it, eh? Like, I don't know if you might want to look at it. I've heard that you can choose your hero and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm, I'm in yeah. the midst of a run the um, last time me... I played. Um, I finished two of the dungeons. I think there's five before. I mean, you could fight the final boss at any time. But... Let me just see here. They Because they, Cause they uh... stopped putting patch notes on Swords Ditto a while back. They used to put them all in there. And now they started just saying, you know, visit this website, which so, is... So, Swords of Ditto's Timeless Update, which is what it's called. It's It even says on the, the uh, title screen, like, Timeless Update, is live on PC and, PS, uh, PC and PS4 with selectable, upgradable characters, time limit changes, new leveling structure, and more. Ooh, I might have to go back into this. I mean, yeah, I so like I, that game. I picked it up on sale. Yeah, um, I and... like that game a lot. Um, even the run part of it didn't bother me as much because you could literally do a ton of stuff um, in between each run. The only thing that sucked is like when you get a, a dungeon that doesn't really... like There are some dungeons you can just roll through because of the way the, the procedural generation works, and there are some dungeons that you get in and they're just ridiculously hard because you don't have the right tools. Yeah. I, I Again, I haven't played it. It looks like a Cartoon Network show, though. Like in motion, I finally got to see it in motion, like and control it. And like, God, um, do you always start as the robot-looking character? Or was that is no? That totally that's that's it's totally random who you start no, as. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, uh, I really want to dive into that game, um, but something else took my time, and I'm sure we'll talk about that in a second. And I also played the Long Reach for review. That re- review's been written. That game, I had that done actually by last podcast, but. Um, uh, obviously I wasn't on last weekend because um, I was going to go to the beach and then it rained uh, and I was already driving there and I was like, oh, well, going. Um, uh, so that game is a point-and-click adventure game. Uh, the best, I actually mentioned in my review, there's a game called Uncanny Valley that promised kind of a lot but ended up kind of being, well, excuse me, I, there, 
there's an issue with uh, Uncanny Valley of a time limit where your character will fall asleep while you're doing the mundane stuff before it turns into the horror game. The horror game aspect plays completely differently. Um, your character can't run infinitely. There was a bunch of issues with the Uncanny Valley. Like, stuff that I know what they were trying to go for, uh, but it, it ended up being more inconvenient stuff. Um, so, the Long Reach, and I don't, I even mentioned in my review, I do not know why it's called that at all. Not once did I ever pick up on that. Uh, maybe I missed it. Uh, is a game that you play basically from most of it from the inside of a facility where stuff goes wrong because, of course, in a scientific facility, everything goes wrong and people start killing each other and stuff. Um, it seems like a bad thing to start a uh, scientific facility, I'm going to be honest with you, with just the amount of media that portrays it poorly. Um, and uh, they're doing experiments to transfer skills from one person to another. Um, and you wake up and you start to find out that everybody's gone crazy except for you, or maybe you're crazy as well. Um, and uh, I won't spoil what happens, but this game is very good at playing with your sanity as a player. And I, it's weird because it's all pixelated graphics and stuff. And I mentioned one to you, um, uh, what happened. And there's just moments where I was like, did that just say what I think it said? And did this just happen? And okay, that was weird. Um, <laughs> and it was just like really well done play. Uh, the issue is that the game sort of falls flat at the end. Not that the story ending was bad, but because it was playing with these aspects all along it, um, when it didn't end with the uh, playing with those, it was like, oh, all right. Well, I mean, at least the story was ended in the way that they wanted to. Um, I think it was a satisfying ending to the story, just not satisfying ending to gameplay. And that it's a weird thing to c- criticize, but um, it, it it'll make sense if anybody plays the game. And I do recommend playing it. I just maybe don't recommend playing full price it goes on sale i think it was on sale when i wrote my review like on steam for like three bucks so uh it is something worth playing especially just with some of the stuff um i can't there you you have to ride an elevator up and down the facility quite often um there's only three floors but uh i'd pay attention every time because i would look away and like stuff happens while you're on the elevator sometimes and uh it doesn't necessarily happen again doesn't happen twice um so yeah uh it's a it's a neat game and i i have to say this game was probably the easiest puzzle game and i when i say easiest i don't mean that the puzzles were necessarily easy but like none of it was overly complex and stupid uh, a lot of point-and-click adventure games eventually have a stupid puzzle. And the only one that I couldn't figure out just from pure observation was uh, there's a point where you have to hit a metal object with another metal object, and you have a metal object in your... Uh, see, I'm not specifying what it is. Um, with another metal object in your inventory. And uh, if you don't think about it, testing it you're probably not going to come up with it but it's right towards the end and that was the only one where it took some sort of outside knowledge um yeah it was a uh it was a very neat game um 
not the best game, not the worst game. It did some interesting stuff, and I'm excited to see what this team does more. I think as as far as I can tell, like this was kind of like a experimental thing that works out. Um, I liked it. I had issues with it. That's kind of my thing. But my most of my time, and this is the reason why I didn't play lots of Swords of Ditto, was uh, No Man's Sky came out of early access. No, no Man's Sky. Did I say No Man's Sky? No, I'm saying No Man's oh, Sky. Okay. New Man's yeah, Sky. Uh, yeah. Uh, wow, that game is different. That game is what it should have been. That game is a game. Yeah, it's good. Um, it is. Uh, I'm very much surprised. You can team up with friends. You don't even have to be in the same uh, galaxy, and you don't get stuck in their galaxy afterwards. I tested it last night. So, um so if you can find someone, Ken, to help you off that planet, <laughs> you might be able to get someone to bring you stuff. You might, uh, because if they have you on the friends list, they can jump into your game, drop off the supplies to you, and then leave and not have to worry about being stuck in your galaxy. I need I need somebody on Xbox One to deliver me some goods. I need to be able to make my ship take off. So if you want to come and help me, I'm stranded on a planet that I named Hoth Aqua. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate, because it's just a freezing. It's a freezing planet that's ninety nine percent water, and I'm stuck on a little island. Which is real weird. Wouldn't you figure a lot of the freezing planet would have just ice that you have to break through to get to the water? I think that would have been. Yeah, I thought active. I thought it was ice, and then like I jumped in and I was like, oh, I'm actually underwater. And then underwater, there's nothing. There's there's no. I found I finally found some creatures. I swam to another little island, which took me like ten minutes. That's how far the islands are apart, and like literally the islands are like super small. Yeah, I had one of those. I have one of those planets where it's not frozen, but it it's uh, hot, so it's all water, and then there's just little islands. There is a large landmass that I can get to, but um, it's. I mean, if I landed on one of those small planets, or I'm uh, screwed. Um, they, I don't know if this was something that I just didn't notice before, but, um, lots of big, have you run into any big creatures? There's a lot of big creatures this time around. No, no, I've heard that they are there, but I have not Uh, found any yet. When I was in my friend's galaxy, um, he, uh, he had gigantic teddy bear looking creatures on a planet. That's hilarious. It, it, they look like. Giant teddy bears. It was awesome. I, on a, a frozen planet with water that has plants underwater, I actually have stuff on that planet. A um, bunch of uh, like pine tree looking things too. Um, lots of creatures on that planet actually. I have like a giant thing that looks like a um, god, um, almost like a horseshoe crab, but instead of legs, tentacles. They were moving around. Actually, it looks like the um, kind of looks like a short version of the uh, walker things from uh, Morrowind. It's kind oh, of what this, it looks like. I, I know what you're talking about, the striders? Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, they're on that... Uh, they, I only saw one. It was the top of a praying mantis on a gigantic crab with spider legs. And I specify spider legs because they were soft and not hard. Like they they moved they walked like spider legs. It was huge, but not uh nothing to worry about. Like they didn't it is most creatures still don't attack you. However, they did add a new thing. 
um, there's these eggs that you can open up, and yeah. I harvest those eggs because boy, do those sell for a lot. Just you can only store five of them in your inventory at a time, though. So like into every slot is five only. But I I will go into a planet and just harvest all those eggs. So I hope whatever um, was oh. trying to be born isn't. Um, oh, I but, I know I found some eggs on a planet, and I did you find them on the surface? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, bad times. <laughs> I caught him. I made him hatch, and it was a bad time. Yep. These yeah, like these like creatures had... popped out of it that looked like the things from uh, Pitch Black. Yep. Yeah, mine looked a little bit more like um, uh, like a scorpion. I guess they kind of looked like the things from Pitch Black. Yeah, they're not nice. No, they attacked me. I had to get in my ship and get the fuck out of there. Yep. Uh, and uh, if you keep killing them, they just keep coming, seemingly. Uh, because I have a lot of rounds for my gun, but um, they don't seem to stop. Nope. I killed maybe five or six of them, and I'm like, you know what? This ain't going well for me. I need to get out of here. Uh, but I like how this game plays now. Like, um, like I can spend... like. Uh, I'm in a ship right now, actually, as we're talking, and uh, I can just mine in space to make my money. Yeah. By just shooting asteroids, which is something that you couldn't do because the trading was so broken in the original experience. That's the thing. Like, So there was a loop in the... the I hate this word because like, like people hate it when you talk about metas in games. So the meta of the original game uh, was the following. I'd land on a planet. I could... As long as I knew to fly enough, I could find every backpack upgrade. And the only things that were worth doing were uh, backpack upgrades and relics. And you could guarantee yourself on a planet, just land, there's there's some there. There's always some there. Uh, so find the backpack, just keep flying. Like, as long as you could find one, there was more. So all you had to do was fly a certain amount of feet, and then you could just game the system. So my first character, uh, if I go back, I have a ton of backpack slots. I know that for sure. Um, and that if you went into a house, every almost every certain type of house had a gun on the wall. Every outpost. Uh, it, there was a there was a easy way to game that system. Uh, they've really fixed it now where that's not the case. And that might sound like a bad thing, but it forces me to actually play a game um, rather than uh, just kind of, you know you know, just fly around and be like, well, I know where this is going to be because that's how it loads chunks and stuff. Um, yeah, this game's actually really good now. I can recommend this game now. Yep, I uh, like the progression when you start fresh. Like, they really walk you through um, the gadgets think, that you can build and stuff. Yeah, I think the only thing that... Uh, I maybe I'm remembering wrong. When I played the original game, I thought it started me at my crash ship. It might have. Um... Yeah, and that is an issue. Um, like I was saying to you before the show, I had to re-roll three times before I got a planet I could survive on for more than five minutes. And that may sound a little weird, but I'd start on a hot planet. Um, and I find that the hot planets are the hardest to survive on. Um only because I find that the cold and like these were hot. These weren't warm that like decreased me. Like they were killing me super quick. Um, and because you don't start at your ship now, and I can't sit inside my ship to regain my um, life support 
whatever the, the tolerance level basically to heat um i'd die before i could harvest enough materials to make the piece that allows me to find my ship uh so that's a little bit irritating um but i've already got a new ship by just finding a crashed one that i uh repaired and uh, i like the name of it that was spawned with actually it just took the numbers off it was called visionary sun and then had some numbers and sun as an son and i was just like well that's the name of this ship um yeah like normally i'd be like oh that's a bad name but i was just like that's actually kind of cool um so i'm keeping that uh the space stations have been redesigned where it's not just like one alien on it and, and i know to some people who have been playing this game through all the updates that some of this is not new but as someone that abandoned this game, uh, this next update brought me back in. And uh, what, I, what I have here is something I find semi-relaxing still, but does have a little bit more in it to do. Yeah, it feels more focused as opposed to just aimlessly wondering. You can aimlessly wonder, but you can certainly follow a path. There is some certain things that have become harder to do. Um like, getting your warp drive is a lot harder this time around. It takes, I think, five steps um, to get enough antimatter to get the warp drive, because that's what I'm currently in the middle of doing. Um, and building, what is it, the liftoff fuel? Launch fuel, yeah. yeah. I think the launch fuel takes a little bit more than it originally did, too. small complaints like just because i've been familiar with the original game only though because like ultimately i think this is a better system to get everybody um you know familiar with the systems but there is some weird stuff like i haven't found a planet like i did the first time around that has a good atmosphere i found ones with no atmosphere which are easier to survive on but um no earth-like planets yet yep i got one I can't get back to it. It's in a galaxy away. Yeah, build stuck. a base where you build a base where you want to warp back to, folks. You well, I build a base stuff. there, but I don't have a way to warp back. Well, you can't get off your planet anyway, so it really doesn't matter. Nope, I'm stuck there right now. Anything else that you can say about this up- update that I might have missed? I... Mm. No, I mean it's like you said. There's probably a lot of things that have been there for a while from the other patches. Like, I haven't played this game since the original launch. I jumped back in when the base building came out, but I only played it for like 10 minutes, so I couldn't really get a feel for it. But now that it's got all of this stuff in it, it just feels... And a big thing that you didn't mention is this game plays really well in third person. Oh, yeah. I... I prefer the first person. I think it's just only because I played the original and like that's the way it worked. Plus, flying the ship, it has all the um, yeah, it has uh, all the like the meters and all that stuff, and, and, and your radar. Um, yeah, it does have that option, and uh, it is nice to have that because I know some people prefer third person. Yeah, um, I really like it in third person. In the photo mode, I like all the I like the fact that the flashlights got, like. There's a lot of stuff like little minutiae that I can't like even get into. Um, uh, yeah, like just the only thing the only thing that actually grinds my gears on this game, um, and it's I don't remember if it was in the original to get the me- like you need a specific type of metal. Um, what is it? Heart? Uh, yeah, hold on, 
have the name of it right here. Um, chromatic metal. Yeah. And basically you can only get it. Like the only thing that's really easy to find and it's not easy to find necessarily is copper to do it. Um, so like copper is the basic one. Then it's cadmium, emerald and indium. And like, I've only seen copper. Obviously it's the least rare, um, but you need it to build a lot of stuff. And copper is hard to find, except unless you are like me and then find a place that uh, is literally just made of copper, basically. Like a, my, a moon that's My made home of copper. planet where my base is has multiple copper deposits. Well, that so I would land on a planet. It'd say, oh, we have copper deposits. And then I'd fly around and i go, every deposit here is like absolutely just generic stuff I can get from just harvesting plants. Why would I use the harder to fuel uh digging beam you know so i was kind of irritated that so find a place that like legitimately of all the stuff it's like if it says it's ferrite or whatever the um what is the dust ferrite uh, dust ferrite yeah ferrite dust if it says ferrite dust ferrite dust and then like copper you can guarantee that every mineral deposit that's you have to mine is uh copper all of them, because it, it, uh, ferrite doesn't go like that, anyways. So it's uh, it's neat, but like I haven't got a second laser upgrade yet. Like I don't have a gun that I can uh, just burrow through stuff quicker. The advanced laser upgrade. Um, I'm still repairing the ship that I picked up <laughs> after it was broken. So I I, I still have a lot to to do. Maybe this game like in the long run doesn't like I have keys for something though this time around. Like now they, now that the, um, Oh God, um, monuments or whatever that you find don't, uh, aren't as common. There's other stuff to do with them. So I have keys to unlock something that I do not know where that thing is. Like, I do not know what these keys do. I know the keys open something, but they're like, it's somewhere nearby. I'm like, there's nothing here nearby that, I can open with these keys. Like, uh, what was neat about it was, other than the glitch where part of the um, structure was floating off the ground that I could see through the bottom of it happens, um, is that this this these ruins were actually in the ground, and as you mined out, the ruins were still in the ground. So it was like this full sort of structure underground that I was burrowing out all the dirt around, which was really neat. Um, yeah, this. I the only thing that upsets me still is that this is, and I use this analogy when tweeting back at you. It is a really good pizza that's been delivered late, and I feel like it was delivered during a time where there's other stuff I was eating. You know what I mean? Like I was in the middle of a nice steak, and they're like, mm, the, "We delivering the pizza now that you ordered two years ago." It's like, really? But. Yeah, God damn, pizza, this is a good pizza. Pizza's always good. Yeah, yeah, you made that point, and uh, it is very true. Yeah, I'm happy. Uh, and it's cool that Xbox players can play it now. And, and yeah, that's something I'm not doing. I'm playing on my... I'm kind of glad I didn't trade in the, the disc that would have been worth a whole five cents. Um, yeah, that's the other thing that kind of sucks, is that you know PS4 and PC versions of this game are super cheap, but if you want to jump in on Xbox, it's 50 bucks. Oh, that sucks. And it, that's a hard pill to swallow. It was a little easier for me because I had still my gamers club is still going. So I got it for 40 
So that's not. I'm surprised you didn't like jump for a free coffee for review. I ain't have to review this game. Well, that's the thing is this game has a weird publishing deal, where Microsoft is publishing it digitally, and 505 is publishing it physically. Oh, okay, yeah. So that's why 505 is on the cover. And 505 did not get codes from MS for the game, so my PR guy did not have a code. So I went out and bought it. I was like, you know what? I prefer to play on Xbox. I'll send them the money. They did a lot of work. I'll support the game. So, there you go. Fair. It's a good game. It's uh, I'm happy that uh, they kept with it and turned it into what it should have been two years ago. Um, it had to be a weird thing because if you think about it... Um, this game was published by Sony when it first came out, and they couldn't really do like an early access because Sony doesn't have one of those unless you're Fortnite, because then you're just allowed to do it. Um, so they couldn't do it as early access on PS4, and they had the publishing deal, which ended up biting them in the ass. Because if you remember when that game got shit on, Sony threw them under the bus, which I thought was really shitty. Yeah, I still <clears throat> my. The only the only thing I can really say, and this is a there's the good okay. So there's two things, and I'm gonna look at the positive first, the negative, but then uh, I'll have the positive after. Um, I was I've left Reddit since this was not the reason why, but um, just you know, there's some you know, life's too short um to be getting in arguments all the time. Somebody said to me, I said it was like this is kind of too late. You know, uh, with next, like you know, uh, and and I think it was on an article where people were talking about the death threats that these people got, which was so wrong. Like I get it. Like I was upset because I felt like I was played for ninety bucks, which that's what it cost me after tax in Canada, and I was kind of upset about that more than anything. Um, but my my issue was is that you you got to understand that you were going to piss people off when you lied and lie he did like let's not sugarcoat that they were all lies and it wasn't like a lie and then like i'm sorry guys i lied it was a lie and then he just dove into it and it just didn't stop so that's upsetting the good news about this is is that it, like there's two parts one we finally got the game they promised that makes the lies a little bit easier to swallow. Um, it's still disappointing. And when asked about it, I, somebody said, well, what would you have done in this case? My answer was not lie. Pretty simple. Um, because I know the response that would have gotten was not going to be good. Um, and there's so, so Sony has some blame in that, throwing him out there. He's not a PR guy. I, I don't blame him for, for fucking up it completely. It's not, it's not just Sean Layden. You know, no one reined him in. Sean Murray. So, Sean Murray. Sorry, Sean Layden um, is the head of Sony. Head of Sony. <laughs> right. Sorry. Uh, I I had a right. I had a Sean that was had to do with Sony and those conferences. So I don't feel totally bad about it. But yes, um, wrong one. Uh, the the good the good thing that comes out of all this though is uh, I'd love to see a a dev try to pull that shit ever again. After oh no way! This. No way! I, and you know, Sean did get out and, there and he lied, and and that 
endlessly. His, his response since like has been kind of irritating. Like the oh, we're at mixed now on Steam. Like, like be happy that like I see that people are enjoying it. Don't be kind of snarky about it, and don't come out as playing like. Listen, I know you. I know that the response was super negative and not deserved and wrong. I get it, but don't come out and play victim. When all you've done was like you antagonize people into doing this to some extent by telling them stuff that wasn't true. Of course, people were going to be upset. Were people going to be upset anyways? Absolutely. And fuck those people and fuck the people that send death threats. This is not a. The problem is that there was an article recently that was like, uh, oh, this. Well, you know what, man? Like, you aren't totally free from blame. If people just came after you, absolutely. Like, I, I, I feel bad for you. But when. You had all these opportunities to finally rein back in and, and, and like, you know, reassess people's, uh, make people reassess the expectations of it. You chose not to. And it wasn't just one time. And everybody that was behind you, you know, that didn't tell you, like, man, your promising stuff is not here yet. You can't do that. Everybody there has stuff to blame. And unfortunately, it was all put on Murray. So, um, that's not really fair, but don't pretend that you didn't have a hand in pissing a bunch of people off. But I'd love to see someone try to do that again because it won't. Honestly, if you try this now, you have only yourself to blame. Like I can't fully put the blame on uh, on Sean Murray, but boy, like if you go out there and lie about what your game is now, I, I don't give a shit. He volunteered it because you you deserve it. You you've now seen this. You live in a world that posts this happening. So, um, and I'm very glad that this team got out what their vision is. I, I mean, for the most part, I think the only thing that we don't have is dinosaurs rampaging through forests. Like that's legitimately, I think the only thing. Yeah, it's a good, that's a good place to be. Uh, anything I, else before we move on? No, that was, uh, that was it for me. So it's whatever you've played now that. All right. <clears throat> I got a few things to talk about. I finished Blood and Wine, or not Blood and Wine, uh, Heart of Stone, The Witcher 3. That um, that game just keeps on giving. I still have never played it. It's so good. I, I Man, I just, I know, I know, but it's like... It's so good. Where am I going to put my time? It's so good. It's a, it's a long game, and uh, Hearts of Stone... I'd probably say it took me about 10 to 15 hours, which is a sizable DLC, and I've heard Blood and Wine is a lot longer. I did start that. Um, that one's more impressive because it takes you to a new area, and that area is massive and beautiful, and the first thing you do is fight this giant fucking troll, and it's awesome. So, yeah, The Witcher 3. Still. still it's, only, it. it's only 10 to 15 hours long. For the DLC, yeah. I, I just love how you say that. It's only like 10 to 15 hours. Like, ah, oh, it's nothing. Well, the like, core... Oh, the, my God. <laughs> the core game I spent 50 hours in. Uh, and that's and, probably not even everything. No, right? not even close. Love hear, I'd love to hear Ryan's time, because I have a feeling he's done nearly as much as possible in that game. Oh, absolutely. Like, that game is probably, with all the DLC, upwards of two to 300 hours. And, like, it's not like... Some games that are two to three hundred hours that are filled with like really bullshit content for like one hundred and fifty hours of it, like everything in The Witcher Three is good. Like all of the side quests, all mm-hmm. of the 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 side stuff that you can do, like it's all interesting and the lore is really good. It's just it's just a great game. 
And there's and always then, something again. I, I've hold, I've only heard like positive things. It's just one of those. It's more of the time than the and it's the quality. But it's what's really cool is like I've been playing this game for what now two years, and like I can still just jump back into it and just get lost in that world. And like it's it it's so hard to talk about like how diverse the side missions are in this game. Like some of them will have you hunting monsters. Uh, the blood or the hearts of stone DLC starts off with this like crazy story. And then it turns into a goddamn heist movie at the end of it. And it's freaking incredible. It's so cool. But I finished that. I do want to get into blood and wine. Maybe, you know, it'll take me a year, but you know what? So what that, that game just keeps on giving. Um, I also checked out both Mega Man, Mega Mega Man, Mega Man Le- X Legacy collections. Yeah, I picked that up because, that, like, I don't know how long the retail copy will sit on the shelves, type of thing. Like, I know that you can get the first and second or, of the original still, but because it's a two disc, it probably costs more to manufacture. And at fifty bucks, it's a pretty yeah, good deal. It's um, so because it's thirty both. It's, for some reason in Canada, it's thirty for both digital copies, but fifty for the physical. Huh. It, this happens all the time because the 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 price will be set for a retail copy. That's like the proper like um, what do I call it? Um, exchange rate from the states. So it's usually about ten dollars more. Uh, it's kind of the general roundup uh, from the states price, but for some reason. And uh, uh, like uh, PSN, if the big example, they end up setting the price higher, and I don't. I think it's to like I don't know counteract taxes or whatever, because there's no tax on PSN stuff. Like it's really weird. Uh, like the, I remember the first time I'm seeing it, like uh, some of the THQ Nordic games, you you can go into a store and buy the disc copy for far less than the digital. This is just happens to be another one of those scenarios. Like it was like sixty dollars or fifty. Well, I'm gonna spend fifty. Thanks for a yeah. physical copy. So I played through the first game, Mega Man X. That game the is best still one, yeah. a treasure. Um, I've dabbled in the rest of them. Um, seven and eight are still bad games. I don't. Uh, seven and eight are the three D ones. Yeah, the three D ones. Um, also, I just have to mention that I was listening to a certain other podcast this week and hearing them describe the Mega Man X Legacy Collection. Having played it themselves was one of the most frustrating things I had to listen to, and I just wanted to rant about that for a second. Because initially they said there were six games, three on each collection, and I was like, oh god. And then they started saying that four was when it started being 3D, and I'm like, oh my god, you're just getting, you're making it worse, you're making it worse. Was the um, was the podcast have something to do with Big Dynamite? Yeah, something like that. And I'm just sitting here Fine. listening to it, and I'm just like, oh my god, you guys don't know shit about these games, and you fucking played them, you fucking played them. Ugh. Remember that? Remember that person that said like, what if we were to, like try to, um. You get you paid for redoing reviews. This is why I never want to do that because it just it ends up being a job and you end up hating it. Yeah, it's it's just a miserable thing. And and truthfully, Mega Man one, uh, Mega Man X one, two, and three are great games. Four, five, and six are decent. Those were the PlayStation era games. Um, I know five. It's either five or six that is like super easy, and then the other one is super hard. But I still enjoyed those games, especially like the anime intros that they did because you know it was PlayStation, so we've got the CD ROM. 
technology. We better we better abuse it. Yeah. Yeah. Which Let me you know watch this compressed MPEG. It is. It it was what it was. Those games were still neat. Um, The biggest thing about these collections, though, is the the boss battle mode where you can fight two two Mavericks at the same time. Like, that is super cool. Uh, The museum is also jam-packed. Like, it makes the original Mega Man Legacy collection look sick. Like, there's just tons of artwork, music for every game, uh, trailers from all the games. You can actually play the games on this collection in either English or Japanese. So when you change them, they switch from Mega Man to Rockman, which I thought was really cool. Um, just, just so much care into these collections. And, goddamn, playing through Mega Man X and remembering, like, that you can get these upgrades. Uh, you can throw a goddamn Hadouken in Mega Man X. And it's the actual motion. And it's yeah. kind of rad. There's, um... Isn't the, is it the first Mega Man where the stages change depending on who you fight first? That is X, yes. Yeah, so if you defeat Chill Penguin, then um, Flame Mammoth stage is uh, frozen over. Which I that think is, is such a wonderful and like underused concept. God, that is ingenious. Yep, and like a lot of the the powers that you get will allow you to go back to the other stages to get the other upgrades, like the sub tanks and the uh, energy upgrades. And like, I love how X changes the way he looks for every upgrade that he gets. I think that's just yeah, like a really look more and more like um, Gundamish. Yeah, so like he gets like the helmet that allow you to break the blocks above your head, and like his helmet changes. And then when he gets the rocket booster boots, his legs change. You know, it's such a simple thing. But it's such a neat little thing. Um, there's a uh, if anybody's like worried about like, well, maybe what if these games aren't like pretty accurate? The the best person to watch, uh, the best uh, video to watch on uh, how accurate these are to the originals is a um, video from uh, the guys at My Life in Gaming. I'm not giving like honestly, uh, probably not a huge plug from this podcast, but uh, they're a great bunch of guys that. Um, they did a full comparison of this, the original games, and the PS2 collection, as well as the two PS2 games that aren't on there, of course. Um, and uh, basically, it was like, yeah, this collection's fantastic. Uh, you play these games any way you can. So, uh, which is good because this wasn't handled by Digital Eclipse like the last Mega Man collections were. No. So I was like kind of worried because it was Capcom handling it in house, but uh, no. Um, they did. They did an amazing. Things. They did an amazing job. Like these games are, they feel like they used to. The filters are nice. I still prefer the, the unfiltered, pixelated look. Pixelated, yeah. That's, That's my personal favorite. I, I can't understand why you'd want to have the fake scan lines. Yeah, and I don't understand the stretch thing either because it just looks ridiculous. Some people really can't focus on a game without it being the full screen. Oh my god! I grew up. I I hate that. I grew up with that that ratio. No, it's not that. It's the it's the the light coming through the screen and having it black. Like it just bothers people, or having a border, which bothers me. I'd rather just have it black. No, I the borders don't bother me. Some people are weird about not having the whole space of a television take up. But I mean, I grew up with a four by three television too. Yep, I <laughs> I grew up playing Tekken on a TV, a tube TV that was so old. Like after a while, the picture would slowly shrink. Oh god! So so. <laughs> speaking of old tube TVs, so we had a flat screen in in the living room. But when I got my 360, we were still using a tel- tube television, and I was playing <laughs> Dead Rising. 
No, uh, I was a little late to the party. Dead Rising, I haven't. I only bought within the last year. I've never owned it. I played the third one, just never owned. It. I, I watched friends. No, I bought it to play Bioshock. I played the Darkness, oh. the first person shooter, which I love. I love that game. That's well, a great game, yeah. But on a tube television. Yeah, you I play, and then and then so we got a flat screen TV, but that was the living room, and I wanted to have PS3 in my room. I was playing Infamous on a tube television, and I just said to myself, "You know, my tax returns about to come in." Because I was working at the time, I bought all my stuff, but it was like I'm just buying a flat screen TV. It's actually the computer monitor I use now. I still use that te- tube television. It's oh my god, it's eight years old, but like. Um, 1080p television, like, I had to upgrade because I couldn't see anything in Infamous because the text was so small. When I got Which my... I know is the Dead Rising one, too. Yeah, when I got my 360, I had a 720p slash 1080i TV. I didn't even have a 1080p TV. Oh, kids today don't know how bad we had it. Uh, I also checked out Aces of the Luftwaffe Squadron. That is a shmup okay. um, vertical shooter. That game's pretty neat. It's got some cool visual effects. It's got like a squad-based um, vertical shooter style. Um, it's got like secondary objectives when you're doing the mission. So like if you don't take a hit or if you don't die or you don't lose a squad mate, like you get bonus objectives and like you can level up all the characters. There's like a skill tree. It's actually really cool. Um, I like vertical shooters, and most of the time they kind of roll off, you know, this one's kind of the same as that one, but this one has a lot of, like, personality and style to it that I'm really enjoying. Um, I also played a game called, the, <laughs> the one we joked about last week, Remothered, The Tormented Fathers, uh, which is a sur- okay. survival horror game. I don't uh, remember that in the new releases. I listened to the podcast last week because I'm not a heathen like other people. Yeah, this game, <laughs> like, I was excited to play it because it's a survival horror. It had pretty good reviews. Uh, it looks pretty good on the X. Um, and then I discovered it's like a Soma-style game where you're oh, just... Oh, so you can't attack. You're yeah, just you're just a lady, like an older lady, walking through this house with like a purse and a flashlight. <laughs> okay, if you're carrying a purse and a flashlight, the least you can do is like beat up your muggers. Come on. So, Just put a brick in that bag and fucking hit the person. It's weird. Show them a, show them a bad time. It's a weird game. And it feels weird talking oh, about this. Oh, it's third person. Yeah, it's third person. Um, And it's weird talking about this without my, my posse here, but I played a lot of Overwatch because of uh, Wrecking Ball dropped this week. So Who cares? No, I, I'm actually interested to hear about this. So he's a uh, he's a new character. Obviously, he's not playable and competitive because he's not. They, he's got to be out there for two weeks before he can be in competitive, which is fine. Um, he's an interesting character. Like he he can change a lot of the meta in that game because he can kind of hold a point. Um. Just by grappling yeah. onto the point. And then and, just swinging around. Yeah, like I had a guy connect to the payload and just swing around it for five minutes before somebody could kill him. And it's just like that like gives the, your, the rest of your team time to get up in there. He doesn't, he doesn't deal a lot of damage, but he can certainly take a lot of damage. And he's very mobile at like getting away so he can drop in, attack, pull out. Um, so 
it's interesting when a new character drops into this game because it's always people learning how he fits into the game. Yeah, the the the, the meta changes. The, the meta. So it's interesting to see people playing him now. Like I ran into two players, I think, in my ridiculous amount of sessions this week of people who actually knew how to use him. And when you know how to use him, he is something that can change the game for sure. Uh, but when people are playing him that don't know how to play him, then yeah, that's, he's just kind of a joke, which is me. I played him a few times and I got wrecked pretty, pretty easily. And I want to talk. He's the reason why I jump in. Um, but like, because I work night shift, I wouldn't be able to play with you anyways, for the most part. So it's not worthwhile. Yeah. I, I'm that's the reality of multiplayer games for me. Yeah. I'm looking for more people to jump in on that game because me and my wife play it almost every night. And the guy that used to play with us has gotten frustrated with the game. Um, so he doesn't play anymore. So I'd like to get some more players because, you know, a two-person team is good, but three to four is really excellent, especially if you're playing competitive. Just more people to chat with, because I'm not going to chat with those those randos. The children? Yeah. yeah, no thank you. Children and racists, or racist children. Yeah, you know. And I finally want to talk about Fighting EX Layer. They uh, patched the game this week. and they added... So it's actually a, a, a good fighting game now? Well, it was a great fighting game. It Let me re- rephrase that. There's actually a fighting game to play now. There is an arcade mode now. And I will tell you that them simply adding the arcade mode has quadrupled my playtime in that game. Um, I've been going through the arcade mode with each of the characters, uh, which is what I like to do because it lets me learn the different characters, how they play. Um, it lets me, you know, check matchups against the other characters. And yeah, sure, you can do that in training mode, but it, like an arcade mode just flows really well. So it feels good to just be playing that. And I can't stress enough how great that game is going to be in like a year if they, you know, continue to make the money to add stuff to it. Because the fighting itself is... This literally reminds me 100% of Street Fighter V when it launched, was that the fighting feels super good, but the package around it just feels really soft. The and, difference here, though, and I'm pretty sure someone brought this up in the email, is that, or it might have been you, that this is a team of, what, five people? Yeah, yeah, it's a small team. And oh, you know last what? podcast, that's where it was from. I listened to last podcast, yeah. Yeah, the most impressive thing to me is that they got an arcade mode into this game in like a month, whereas Street Fighter, it took like a year. Which is insane to me. And sure, this arcade mode is not nearly as in-depth as the Street Fighter V arcade mode, because the Street Fighter V arcade mode had a lot of stuff to play off of. It does like the the different generations of Street Fighter. And let's not let's not beat around the bush here. Capcom's got a giant studio to work on this game, whereas these guys are, you know, four or five guys building a game. And it's impressive what they pulled off. I don't really agree with their business decisions of selling the game outright for 60 bucks. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. then saying, you know, we'll add more if we sell. Oh, like that's that really what they said. Yeah, they said if we, you know, if we make the money, we'll continue to add stuff to the game, which I understand that that's how that works in business, but that's not something that you put out on the <laughs> table. Customers. Yeah. Um, they are, they have announced two new characters are coming, so that's kind of big. Um, but no, I really, really, really like playing this game. It's really fun to play, and I hope they continue to update it. 
uh, because I think it could be a great game. Uh, but that's that's it. So let's talk about what's coming out this week. There is quite a few things coming out this week. Uh, we have 1979 Revolution Black Friday. Okay, that's a point-and-click game. Is it, where's, what is that coming out on? Uh, PS4, Xbox One, okay. PC. So it's a console release. Yeah. Uh, Eight to Glory, which is a bull riding game. If it's good. <laughs> oh, I forgot to say I played Guts and Glory. Oh yeah, I've played a lot that, of that game. That game's fantastic. There's <laughs> nothing else to cover. I just love that game and I had a good laugh. That was the that was the um game I I uh, cleansed my palate after Gene Rain. Yeah, Guts and Glory so, is a uh, is a phenomenal. So if this bull riding game is anything like Guts and Glory, where I get to watch a bull impale a man up the ass with with its horn, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in if your character ragdolls and then dies from being stomped by a bull. Well, we'll find oh, out. A mode, a mode where you can play as a rodeo clown. That'd be pretty great. Uh, also out this week, Anamorphine. I don't even know what that is. Uh, how do you spell it? A N A M O R P H I N E, anamorphine. Anamorph anamorphine on Steam, and there's the PS4. Uh, its logo is for some reason a. I'm gonna assume it's a violin. Might be a cello. I'm not really sure. It's a, it's a string instrument. It's a. Explore the past as you resolve the present in anamorphine, a surreal adventure of rendered emotions, journey into the mind of a main. Of the main character, a young man in denial. His subconscious is pushing him to face his past or be consumed by it. Sure. It's, uh, got a VR mode. Uh, and kind of combat for your gameplay. Take your time to uncover secrets and focus on the experience. Kind of, uh... <clears throat> looks like it's kind of like... Yeah, um, what's it called? Uh, what remains of Edith Finch-like sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. A, bunch of, a bunch of different motifs that are very surreal. Uh, also at this week we have Apex Construct, uh, Castaway Paradise, which, from what I understand, this is Animal Crossing. Uh, oh, this is a game you're talking about. Yep, that's Castaway Paradise. It's due out on Xbox One, PS4, and Switch, I believe, this week. Oh, yeah, it's got even a, wow. Yeah. Wow. It's, like it's the... got a it's got a style that's not dis well, like I mean it looks like Animal Crossing, but it's got a um My Sims look, which was like the Wii version of Sims for a long time. Yeah, from what I hear this is straight up like an Animal Crossing style game. Hey, if there if it's Animal Crossing and it's coming to Switch, there you go like like Animal Crossing I should say, and coming to Switch, there you go, folks. Uh Chasm, so... which a lot of people have been talking about, that's finally out this week. Uh, oh wow, that game's been in. Oh, yeah, it's like two I, years in development. I believe the guy that did the artwork for. Um, uh, give me a second here. I'm almost certain. Yeah, this is the game. Uh, the guy that did the artwork for this is also the guy that did the artwork for uh, Rogue Legacy. I'm pretty sure. Oh well, there you go. It's a similar rogue like style game, from what I understand. Yeah, Metroidvania rogue like. Um, Apex Construct is a VR title. Oh, so. there you go. Uh, Pixel Ripped 1989, I believe, is another VR game. Uh, South Park, The Fractured Butthole, Bring the Crunch. Uh, the Sims. Did you announce that last week? 
uh, we announced that it was coming. Oh, okay. Um, but it is now coming out this week. Uh, the Sims 4, Cats and Dogs. Two consoles, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Because I think that's been on PC. Uh, war, hashtag War Games is out this week. If you listen carefully, you can hear me go. <laughs> uh, a game I'm really excited to play this week: Forsaken Remastered. I love that's the original first-person shooter. It's right? a it's a descent style. It's a 360 degree. Oh, uh... yeah. I I played the shit out of that game back on the PC when it came out. There was an N64 version of that, wasn't there? There was an N64 and a PlayStation yeah. 1 version, and they were both, ugh, when compared to the PC version. Oh well, I mean, of course, oh, the, I could have told you the N64 version. Unless it's got, like, an original version like Doom had. Yeah, no, it's going to be bad. No, but it's it's one of those games that relied on its frame rate and speed, and the PS1 and N64 just did not handle those real well. No. Uh, One More Dungeon... Uh, State of Anarchy, Master of Mayhem, which is like a... It looks almost like a drawn-to-death art style, like a notebook oh, style. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think uh, Justin, uh, who used to review for the site, reviewed that on yeah. his channel. Yeah, it was kind of a neat style. So that game is out this week. Armored Warfare. I think that's a tank game. Hold on. Slasher JPC on YouTube if you want to hear about that game. Oh, yeah, everybody knows Mr. Selaney. Hey, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just getting the plug in for him. Right? Jump Gunners, which I watched a video of. It's like a indie pixelated game where you jump with your gun. Because I mean, obviously, it's called Jump Gunners. Oh, okay. Uh, Super Dungeon Tactics. Also, Canadian Football League is out this week. Oh no! <laughs> Hold uh, on, I have to. So, I got an email about this game that it's hitting Xbox One this week, and it's funny because I had totally forgot this, and this totally gets me super excited, but Madden drops next week. Oh my god, really? Yeah. I figured you had been all over that and been like, Madden's coming, Madden's coming, Madden's coming. Dude, I am so ready for that. Like, I just played Madden 18 yesterday. Like, I'm still playing Madden 18. (laughs) I think that's generally how most people play Madden anyways. I usually fall off in January or February after the Super Bowl, but I have kept playing this version for some reason this year, and Madden 19 is out on the 10th of August, which is a week from Tuesday. Or a week oh, from Friday. wow, okay, so you gotta hear about this. Imagine NFL. So imagine there was a National Football League game where the teams didn't agree to have their names. That's Canadian football. Yeah. Uh, so. So. Yeah. So the CFL uh, has not got behind the project. So instead of the Edmonton Eskimos playing the Commonwealth Stadium, for instance, Can- Canadian Football Seventeen features a team in green and gold called the Edmonton Rhinos, who play kind of familiar setting. Wait. 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 Oh, so. It's, so it's a not a licensed game. Wait. 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 You have a team in Canada called the Edmonton Eskimos. Yes. Isn't Eskimo kind of like a bad word? Listen. Don't don't talk about the specks in others' eyes <laughs> I'm in just, your own. I'm just asking Redskins. <laughs> hey, you know, I'll be the first to say that's a horrible name. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, I, I I'm not I don't know. I don't know anymore. I, I can't follow everything. I'm pretty sure it is. I think it's just because it's E and E they get away with it. I don't know. 
Uh, I, think, a... I think I think Eskimos kind of become the term of like not like everybody kind of well at least in Canada kind of knows it's not right because we just most schools call them Inuits. Yeah, I was gonna say it's an Inuit, right? Like, it, yeah. Truthfully, the Redskins has been like a terrible name for the longest time, and they, oh yeah, they really should. Probably... Although, although nothing. Uh, oh God, what's the uh, baseball team with the horribly? Oh, the Indians, the Cleveland Car- Indians. Yes. Yeah, yes. the horribly racist. Caricature, yes. Yeah. yeah, that's the one that really... I'm like, the Redskins is bad, but... Gonna be... Yeah, their logo's... Um, it's questionable. Uh, there is a 3DS, a... 3DS game coming out this week. It's WarioWare Gold, which in Japan... In Japan is called Made in Wario Gorgeous. Well, the uh, WarioWare is made in Wario. But it's called Gorgeous. Japan. Of course, it's... Gorgeous. Well, speaking I... speaking of Japanese names, I have to tell you the name of the Crash Bandicoot game in Japan. It's called Crash Bandicoot, but Toby Sandan Mori. That's that's incredible. That's incredible. All right, let's did give him. Did they give him bushy eyebrows like they did to Ratchet when oh, they brought Ratchet and Clank over to Japan? That'd be so good. Because if you anyone that's listening to this. If you haven't seen what Japanese Ratchet and Clank looks like for the at least the first three games, they added these horribly black eyebrows to him. Like I don't know why, but apparently it was for Japan because that was going to work and sell the game better. It is the most hideous thing. The eyebrows are bigger than mine. I have pretty big eyebrows. All right, oh. it's, it's time for the Switch Bonanza. All right, let me let me strap in for some shit. There's a lot of stuff coming to the Switch this week. We've got Code of Princess EX, which was a 3DS game. That's a good game. So. It is. It is a good game. Titan Quest is finally hitting the Switch this week. Also a good game. Uh, Crush Your Enemies. I don't know this game, so I can't. It's it's like a Greek beat 'em up kind of game, like cartoony. Okay. Uh, Cycle Twenty Eight. Uh, Iki Moo Splinters of the Dark Shard Not Shard Shard uh, Flat Heroes Guns Gore and Cannoli 2 I love the first one That game is fun Iconoclast Hey uh, Yeah I gotta I gotta put a You know a disclaimer In front of that That uh, we are affiliated With the people Who are publishing that game uh, I haven't played that game That game is Before a, the end of the year That game is incredible It's so good I I wanted to play it Before I was on the show And before I wrote For the site everybody uh, Well if you had a Switch I could probably get you Some codes this yeah, week Yeah well, I, I don't have a Switch I have a PS4 And Xbox One I know the if guy I buy a Switch It'll just be more It'll just be more trouble for me of games I can't finish. It's kind of like that. I know the guy that makes this game. I can get you a code. Hey, well, if you get me a code for the PS4 version. I might be able to ask him if he can give me a code. Uh, Johnny Turbo's Arcade Shootout. Uh, Kencho. Not a Hero Super Snazzy Edition. That's a weird game. I've played that game. That's the one with uh, Mr. Bunny or whatever? Yeah, and like you're hiding behind cover and shooting dudes in like an apartment building or something. Devolver title, yeah. yeah. Rogue... I like his little after-mission speeches. Yeah, that's a weird game. It really is. Uh, Road to Valhalla. Hold on. I need to... <laughs> Not Valhalla, it's Valhalla. Valhalla. <clears throat> uh, Salt and Sanctuary is coming to the Switch this week. 
So if you like them Souls games... Oh, okay. Road to Valhalla is a uh, like marble rolling game. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, Oxen... It's actually got a really cool art style, so that might be something to take a look at, Ken. Oxenfree? Hey! Coming to the Switch this week. The Inner World and The Inner World, The Last Wind Monk. <laughs> Some good point-and-click games. Uh, and Loot Monkey Bling Palace. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm 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 playing Captain Google. I'm, oh. I'm Captain Google's sidekick. Oh man, I'm, um, I'm getting over the, to the loot, loot monkey. What is it called? Bling something. Bling. Sure. I'm just gonna write Bling Palace for Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Um. Oh. Yeah. Do you remember in the early days of being able to? download games for free and like windows 95 98 yeah remember that look yeah it kind of looks like that oh awesome. that's the background of this level here's all my tile sets oh man people are gonna be pissed they weren't on the show for all these pc games coming out this week hold on i've got to get <clears throat> back to steam which by the way when we talked about boobs palace a couple weeks ago <sighs> the developer of that game emailed uh, the guy that we told to play it, one of the listeners, and he emailed me as well, trying to get us to promote <clears throat> his game. <laughs> Listen, if he's okay with me ripping in for, into it for fun, I'll play his game. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm reality is, is like, hold on, I have to. Oh, all right, PC time. Game's Palace is not on. Wait, wait, hold on. Was this a PC game? Yeah, yeah. I can't find it. Oh, no. It's been removed from Steam. Sorry, not Boob's Palace. Boob's Saga. Oh, okay. I had the wrong game. He sent a screenshot, by the way. Whew. I know Drew looked this game up when we talked about it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's... uh <laughs> Available when the game is approved. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Listen, I want. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's, it's a special I've never game. Seen the, they're coming out. Oh, there's a fake out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a game, all right. I love how I took a screenshot. I'm just getting out of the character. Scott is like right. The camera's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome welcome to the boobs saga. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Let's talk about what's coming out this week. Oh, on PC. Luck. I mean, we have Camping with Girls. All right, hold on. Let me <laughs> We have we haven't gone very long cuz we, we there's only two of us to talk. It's a Visual novel. Oh, okay. Next. Girls Dance. There's that one. Uh, is it girls as in like... G-I-R-L-S? Girls Dance? Oh, yeah. It's no apostrophe. Oh, it's 18... It's, it's literally... Okay. <laughs> the picture on Steam, the little uh, like rectangular thing, it's just aerial font. Girls Dance. And then in the corner, 18 plus. Hell yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> It's it's just 
What's that booby game for, um, where it's a bunch of, like, uh, the game that's, like, way too good for what it is? Oh, Sinran Kagura. Yes, so it's, like, imagine, like, basically those type of characters just dancing in different outfits. You have, you have Bikini. Sure. And the schoolgirl. But here's the, <laughs> the menu screen. Select mode. Challenge mode. Free cam mode. Private dance. Private dance. I mean, if you're going to go, go all out. Uh, we also have anime dress up. <laughs> okay, I don't even have to look that one up. All right. All right. This one's pretty good. Granny's Grandtastic Grand Venture. <laughs> um, it's a... Oh, okay, no, this one... It's a virtual reality game. Or an Oculus Rift game. This actually, the name of it sounds stupid. The The actual game is you are in a wheelchair. Okay. And you have to navigate these rooms. Like, here's some one of the pictures. is like, it's a narrow walkway above a hole. And there's giant hammers that are obviously swinging to knock you off. The next one is a, a winding path that looks like it might be a staircase. And then there's a room just full of lasers. Oh, downstairs. You have to go downstairs in a wheelchair. Ah, this actually looks pretty good. While babysitting her grandchildren one evening, Beatrice fell asleep and they wandered off. Now she must proceed through a world filled with challenging obstacles, puzzling puzzles, and dank memes to be reunited with her little rascals. Of course, her name is Beatrice. <laughs> of course. Uh, physically right. simulated wheelchair locomotion. <laughs> Let's name a few more here. We've got Eat My Shuriken and Die... Um, we have the Battle Royale game to end all Battle Royale games. It's Hentai Battle Royale. I'm not wasting I my time. I wouldn't Google up. that. I wouldn't Google that. Uh, End up on a list. We have, um, there's a lot of games coming out on here. I've, I saw a couple good ones down here. We've got, uh... Well, you stall for that. You might sure can and die. It looks like a, uh... A four-player or a multiplayer like uh, arena combat, similar to like um, Towerfall or uh, Smash Brothers. Their style could be something to be. All right, we've got we've got people finally giving up on naming games. We've got a game called Big Dick. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay, it is Big Dick written on like <laughs> written on like MS Paint. Somebody just wrote "big dick" with their mouse, and then it's 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 a picture of like a Viagra pill, and then a pixelated dong. Sure, <laughs> like sure. I'm going in. We've also got Use arrow keys to move. All the... Oh god! Oh, it's 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 snake. Everybody, it's snake with a dick and Viagra. We've got dab woman colon when the dab isn't sexist. I don't even know what that means. We've got Hungry Piggy Donuts Mania. We've got a game just called Puss. These don't even have... Oh, Puss. Good news. That's actually a cat. Oh. Uh, it looks... Actually, it's got some... It looks like a Vaporwave-styled game. In fact, that's what it is. It's got a bunch of Vaporwave sort of aesthetic. If anybody knows what I'm referring to out there. Um... Yeah, that looks like a, a drug trip, all right. 
the semi finally did it. Last game I'm going to talk about Call of Booty. Call of Booty. Oh my god. You like I just <laughs> lie lie and make a better better picture for oh, All right. Let's do some news. This makes me long for the days of Atari porn. <laughs> oh god. Custer's Those revenge. Games. Uh, beat them and eat them. Beat them yeah. and eat them. Mm, yeah. Uh, PS4 servers were down last night. I saw people tweeting about this. I was playing last night, so I didn't have an issue. Thank God. Uh, I don't know. I I wasn't on PS4. I was on PS4 yesterday afternoon playing Fighting Ex Layer, and I didn't have any issues. But I saw people were offline last night. Uh, Vampire is getting an update that will add two difficulty modes: a story mode and a super hard mode. That's a game I want to play, but I'm waiting for it. It's a good game. It's it's I enjoyed that game quite a bit. Uh, Surgeon Simulator CPR is coming to Switch this fall. That seems like a no-brainer. Uh, what else we got going on? Fortnite, 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 Fortnite. <laughs> Games with gold for August were announced. We have Forza Horizon 2. Uh, for if you Honor. haven't played any Forza Horizon game, play that game. It's really good. Uh, for Honor is getting added there. That's cool. Uh, Dead Space 3 and Epic Mickey 2. The Mickeyest. I, I know people shit on uh, Dead Space. I think it was Justin on Twitter that was saying that like if you play as a second player, it's a better game. That's weird. Well, apparently, uh, the second player goes through the same stuff that uh, Isaac goes through in the first game. Oh. Like, all the little psychological stuff. So if you're playing as a second player, apparently it's a different game, somewhat. Hmm. Yeah, that was interesting to find out. Uh, the newest Ghost Recon Wildlands update is hitting, and apparently it uh, contains Rainbow Six Siege crossover mission as well as some new PvE and PvP combat, and a mention of the cancelled Rainbow Six uh, Patriots game, which is interesting. I don't remember what that game was supposed to be, so okay. Uh, Nino Kuni 2 Season Pass. Uh, details were announced. They're releasing a free update, I believe, this week. Uh, and then the first pack will be arriving in August. Um, but they are adding some substantial content to that game via the Season Pass, which has still not got anything since the game was released. Which is weird, because like, normally the season pass is included with a like, bigger edition. It, it was. People have it. The, they just the, never, big, the they, biggest one? I think so. Because I have, I have the standard. Well, I have the limited edition. The premium edition, which is the smaller box set, not the big box set. And so you didn't, the, get the, you didn't get the cardboard house? No. I was good. Thanks. Um, got the paper craft kit. Oh, no, I did. Yeah, no. I think that's what it says in here. I can't remember what's in this box, and I'm not opening and pouring all these uh, uh, things out. Strange Brigade is dropping in August. They've announced a season pass for that, as well as weekly uh, updates, uh, different stuff you can do, uh, and a bunch of free content. That game looks what's cool. Great? Which one is that? That is the four-player game made by the guys that made the Zombie Army Trilogy, I believe. Okay. That's the other Left 4 Dead-ish one, right? Um... It's more action-oriented, I guess, than, like, 
run-based kind of thing. Like, I don't know if you ever played one of these games, but, like, they're very... I don't know, it's almost like a horde game, almost. Oh, okay. I it's, have not, so... Those are, those are really fun. Like, I, I like that developer, I like the games they've done in the past, so I'm kind of excited to play Especially the theme, like the 1930s, like, fighting weird creatures kind of thing, is seems cool. Um, Forza Motorsport 7 is adding an update to remove its loot boxes. Uh, and they also announced that Forza Horizon 4 will not have loot boxes. Good. Uh, Nintendo has released a new Labo kit. It's all about vehicles. But there's, I bet there's some more Mario, and it might be more Mario Kart. I mean, Mario Kart's already been patched for it, so. I'm sure there might be some more, though, with uh, the fact that this is a vehicle kit. Uh, WWE 2K19 has announced a collector's edition featuring Ric Flair. It's $130. (laughs) All I can think of is they promise. It's like they promise this one point. This one won't be as bad as last year's. So. They call it the Woo Edition. Uh, uh, Dragon Ball. Could they not have given like one of the longer speeches that like Ric Flair? So it was just like an absurdly long edition. It's the uh, help pay for my divorces. Ric oh, Flair wow. edition. Sorry, Ric Flair was bad <laughs> with his money. <clears throat> uh, Dragon Ball Fighters uh, Nintendo Switch Beta. Coming in August. That game is still not out on that system. Neither is Dark Souls Remastered. What? Yeah, that game is not out yet. <laughs> I thought that game came out at the same time as the other ones. No, so I have no interest in it. It got wow. delayed uh, into late summer, and it still has not come out. Uh, two more games were added to backwards compatibility on Xbox One this week, including Silent Hill, the HD collection, and Silent Hill Homecoming. Don't play that HD collection. Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider has gone gold. That game is finished. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting. My body's ready. The Madden 19 soundtrack was announced, and I don't know a single person on it. So I'm just going <laughs> to... Uh, a Mario Kart-inspired game with Nickelodeon characters was announced. It'll have characters such as SpongeBob, SquarePants, TMNT, Rugrats, and Hey Arnold. It's due to release... This fall on Xbox One, PS4, and Switch. Okay. Um, okay. It is, it's a kart racer, everybody. Yeah, I'll play it. It's hit, or, it's hit or miss. I'll play it. Fuck it. Who cares? Oh, wow. It's all rap. Yeah, I don't know anybody on the map. Ma- I only know... Well, Anderson Pack isn't, but that's... Like, I know Aesop, uh, uh, Rocky, I know Cardi B... But like I know the I know the artist. I don't listen. I'm so old. I don't know any of these people. Uh, NBA 2K Playgrounds 2 was announced. Uh, if you remember NBA Playgrounds, um, they announced the sequel. It was canceled the day before release, and it's apparently because 2K bought the rights to it, and that will be called NBA 2K Playgrounds 2. I'm uh, only worried about this being. Um plagued with microtransactions, like the regular... Yeah, like the original game, so it wouldn't be any different? Oh, I never played the original, so I, I just know 2K basketball is horribly done, so... Yeah, well, two, well, Playgrounds already had packs that you could get characters in that you had to grind uh, well, for currency, so... Okay. Uh, the Xbox Adaptive Controller will come with special packaging... Which is designed to be able to be opened by just about anybody on the planet. I watched the video of that. That was cool. 
Yeah, I really like the engineers working on that, even though I don't know them personally. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five got an update this week that lets you play as quiet. So yep. if you wanted to run around with your boobies hanging out in Metal Gear Solid Five, She breathes through her skin so she can snipe better. Me too. Me too. That's why I wear a thong. And... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Metroidvania Guacamelee 2 has a release date uh, coming August 21st. I really First don't... one of those games is so fucking good. I really, I love that game up until the end when it got way too fucking hard. That game is available on basically everything, too, so play the first one. It sucks that the second one's only coming to PS4 and PC. Yeah. I guess I have, it, I have, a, I have the only physical, for, well, not the only, but I have the, there's only, like, 2,000 copies of Guacamelee, I think, physically for PS4. Uh, I have it on PS4 and Xbox One. It's a great game. I have it on like, I have it on everything, but yeah, I just it was like that I like that game enough I wanna buy that disc. Oh, Hellblade, Sinuous Sacrifice is getting a VR mode. It's coming to no, Oc- Oculus no. Rift and HTC Vive. I guess I'll go fuck myself. Uh I guess the PlayStation VR version will not happen now that Microsoft I owns would assume not, yeah, Ninja no. Theory? I I don't know. No surprise, but Madden 19 will once again not feature Bill Belichick as a coach. I don't. That's been a thing. Well, that's been a thing in that game. He is not allowed EA Sports to scan him in. If you don't know who he is, he is the coach of the New England Patriots. Oh, okay. He has never been. I know the name, but I don't know who he is. He's He's never. He will not allow people to scan his face into the game. So he's. There's always a generic coach on the Patriots sideline. I would I would purposely name him like something very close. <laughs> Will Willichek. <laughs> oh Lord. Uh, Dante's Inferno dropped into the EA Access Vault, so if you've never played and that game, backwards compatibility. Yeah, go play that fucking game. It's so good. Uh, seeing if there's anything else going on. I always like listening to podcasts to say there's no news happening, and then I read off like 20 stories. No fucking news. I also love the podcast when I hear them and they say there's no games out right now. I'm like, motherfucker, I wish I was living your life. Yeah. I ain't got time there's to There's no play. games out right now, yeah, so I can only play, uh, yeah, because then you'd only play Overwatch and like No Man's Sky. I mean, that's all I do anyway, is just play Overwatch. Well, that's true. Uh, let's be fair about that. You know. Uh, man, there's a lot of Fortnite news. God damn, that game is huge. Uh, Soul Calibur 6 announced Voldo. Voldo. So, creepy guy with, uh, finger blades. Bondage, yep. Finger blade man. That's about it. That's about all the news. Uh, I have some emails. You know what? Gonna save this one for next week, because it's, uh... Your car, and I know Drew likes to be oh, here yeah, for the yeah. your car emails. So we're gonna mark that. I'm pretty sure Drew. I'm pretty sure Drew's the one that summoned him anyway. Yes. So I'm gonna mark that as unread. We'll read that next week. Don't worry, we'll get to that. Let's talk to Antonio. Antonio sent an email saying, uh, "From time to time, unsavory facts are revealed about podcasters. To counter the politi- the potential backlash from such things, I have prepared a statement to be released if ever need be." 
This is um, not us saying this, so I just want to, I just want, I want to put that out there. We here at the N4G Podcast value diversity and openness from ourselves and our listeners. Sometimes the values and thoughts expressed by some clash with the values and thoughts of others. We strive to sympathize with each other, whether it be a racist from Georgia or a Canadian, or a Canadian who has an unusual affection for a family member. Because, I fucking hate you. Because everyone, Fuck you, Antonio. Everyone's opinion matters. God fucking damn it. I knew it was coming as soon as you said racist from Georgia. Fucking god damn it. We have listeners and reviewers from all over the world, from the windshield Canadian north to the dingo-infested wastelands of Australia. We even have a reviewer who may or may not be Asian because no one has ever seen his face. <laughs> Here at the Infinity uh, Podcast, we want to be the very best like no one ever has. <laughs> <laughs> to play games is our real test. To rate them is our cause. We will podcast once a week, speaking far and wide. Each listener to understand the opinions that we hold. Thank you for taking time to read our statement that was geared towards people like you, the gamer. <laughs> so, it's a serious question. Jay did just search up generic Asian, right? Just sent it to you. Oh, yeah, this is a photo of me. Is that what you think happened? Yes. I uh, I don't know. I've not met the man in real life. so I can't And I'm pretty sure he wants to keep it that way. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants, nobody wants me to come to their house. Although Drew did invite me, gave me his address and everything. Yeah. I think it to make it down. Alright. I'm over to the Twitter. Uh, going back to what we talked about earlier, Mookie sent us a tweet uh, about the Boob Saka founder emailing him. <laughs> totally, Mookie. If you, if you play that game and stream it, I will totally put that fucking link. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <sighs> uh, Dustin tweeted in and said, eager to hear Ryan's Mega Man update. I did not like 8 one bit, and it has one of the cheapest levels in all of Mega Man's. That stupid Wily level with the jump slide shit, but I didn't finish it. You know, I finished that goddamn level. It's just, How do you feel about yourself? I feel gross. That level is terrible. Uh, Ryan did reply on the Twitter saying, sorry, not on the show today. I'm two bosses into eight, but I'm still playing the X collection now. Almost done with X one again, which is one of my favorite games of all time. Cause it's one of the best Mega Man games of all time. That, that was my commentary, not his. <laughs> Just, I want to, I don't think you'd disagree. It's one of the, it is one of the best Mega Man games. Yeah. It's really fucking good. Uh, Dustin also says I haven't been able to do much gaming since I'm swamped with work, but the little I do, uh, the little I do is all going into Octopath. Love it so much, but it does have problems such as party members that don't level if they're not in your party and not a lot of character interactions. That's a classic RPG issue, though. Uh, Dustin also says Ken's ran about Hollow Knight a couple weeks ago it was hilarious. Everyone I know loves that game. <laughs> true, true. A lot of people love that game. I. Just, I am not in love with that game at all. I wish I was. It's a beautiful game. Plays wonderfully. There's just things about it. There's things about it. Uh, David says, breaking news. Scott Staff is playing at a casino in Michigan. May want to get your tickets. 
dude. I totally go see Scott Stan play in Michigan. Isn't he crazy? Yeah, he's pretty nuts. Okay, that's what I thought. But um, I'll be damned if that man ain't the voice of the 90s. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean the voice, not like, not like what you're thinking, like the voice. Like if you think of a voice from the '90s, it's probably Scott Stapp. Oh, you mean Eddie Vedder? Because he created that. Uh, no, he didn't. Oh, he totally created Eddie Vedder. Created oh. the I talk with my teeth closed, like he never opens his teeth. Yeah, he didn't open his teeth. Scott yeah. Stapp is like. Got that deep, like, all of my vowels are accented. Like he's singing backwards or something. It sounds like he's trying to be Eddie Vedder. (laughs) That's what it sounds like. Yeah, but it's Eddie Vedder with Jesus. Oh, well, oh, then definitely no. (laughs) You don't have to settle no goddamn score. Jesus. Honestly, Collective Soul was a better Jesus sort of oh, God. Oh, God. rock band. Oh, God. I don't want to talk about Collective Soul. I mean, heaven let their light shine down, but I don't give a fuck. I mean, come on. Uh, happiness, happiness off, this, off the album Blender is very good. Wow, this conversation has just gone to something where I can feel the people listening going, oh. I mean, are we going to, uh, let's just go for it. Let's bring in some silver chair. I mean, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. You gotta remember, this is the shit that was, like, on the radio in my prime years, in my teenage years. My molding years. Yeah, I get it. I'm just... Creed sucks, (laughs) alright? Yeah, you know. Like, I I mean, I say that, and I I understand. Like, I don't blame people for liking Creed. It just... It's... To me, I, like, listen to it, and I go, this is someone trying to do Pearl Jam stick, but with Jesus. I just... I was never a Pearl Jam guy. I was a Nirvana guy, but it's not a Pearl Jam guy. Never did like him. Uh, Dustin says, a lot of great indie games coming out in August. Dead Cells, Overcooked 2, Death's Gambit, and Divinity 2. I need more time. Man, is Divinity 2 really considered an indie game? Uh, I guess, because was Divinity 2 also done off of Kickstarter? I don't... Is that what... Is that what makes it an indie game? Is Kickstarter? I, I mean, I'd argue that even um, what's what's their name that did? Because uh, I don't think this is them. Uh, the um, did New, New Vegas. Oh, uh, uh, Obsidian. Obsidian is this Obsidian as well? No, it's not. Right. Mm. Obsidian was Pillars of Eternity. Yeah, Pillars of Eternity. Yeah, like I'd argue that Pillars of Eternity was an indie title because they had to basically gather the funds for that themselves. They weren't backed by a publisher looking for a return. I, I don't know the story behind Divinity. I just know that, that game's supposedly really fucking good. I haven't played the first one. I have it. I played the first one. It's a good game. It's really fucking long. I have a friend that played I had a friend that played uh the second one and he says it's one of the best like if you have any affinity to play tabletop stuff, this is the closest you can get because you have a lot of choices. And uh, that's a thing that misses that a lot of RPGs that try more for that aesthetic, like that sort of feeling, fail at because you're not playing as like like Geralt, uh, Gerald, 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 yeah. He's um he's an established character, so playing as him, he's only going to have so many options, right? 
to respond with because it's still got to be him, even though it'll be your version of him. But when you're playing as your own character, you know, to have like three answers sort of thing is little like there's a lot of choice in this. So, yeah. from what I've heard, so yeah, no, I mean, definitely. and like more more so than the first game. I mean, like a lot. Like this is almost like a D and D session. It's crazy where you just do anything. Yeah. Um. Dustin also says I would really like Nintendo to make a new 2D Mario game in the style of Mario 2. So basically, you want Doki Doki Panic 3? Yeah, I'd like that too. I'm actually, you know, honestly, I'd even like one that's set up a bit like uh, the original Game Boy games, where it's weird and not just that Mario aesthetic sort of recycled. I think that's more so than anything the kind of my issue with all the, all the. 2D Mario's have been coming out. The new Super Mario Brothers all look the same. They'll have the just the generic Mario look. And like, if you go back to those old games, and I realize it was limitations based, but those games have a lot of weird stuff in them. Yeah, all three of the original Mario's were very different aesthetically. I'm talking the, I'm talking, but I'm even talking the Game Boy games where it's like you're in a desert with sphinxes and stuff, and then you're got the Moai heads running around, and it's an alien that's kidnapped Princess Daisy in the second one. You're not saving a princess. You're trying to get your castle back, and you're going into a giant Mario statue. Um, you're going. You're shrinking down in a house, and all these different settings. And uh, I found that, like after Super Mario World, all the sort of setups of the two Mar- D Mario games are like you're in the Mushroom Kingdom, and it all feels the same, and it's the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah. Like I want those weird stuff again. Those those weird experimental sort of levels. You want the wall. You should play Mario Mario Odyssey. Oh wait, you don't have a Switch. There's a lot of. But weird... like honestly, Mario Mario Odyssey though, it, it like take that sort of like take all that stuff and put it into a 2D game. Don't keep doing the the Mario Kingdom stuff. You gotta get out of that because that's what kills those 2D games for me. Is they all look the same, even if they are better graphics. Or different oh no, styles, no 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 no! Mario, Mario Odyssey stuff. Mario Odyssey is very uh, different. Oh, I know. I've seen it. It looks like there's like they they t- took models from like. Well, it looks like they bought a bunch of assets off the asset stores, and we're like, this level's all made from this this asset set. Hell yeah! So like it's the great. dinosaur looks realistic, and Mario does not. And then there's that end game. Holy shit! Yeah, I know about that. It was spoiled for me. Yeah, that's some good. Like the first time that happened to me, I was like, holy shit. Uh, he says, I see Hellblade is getting a VR update. It's a shame they won't have it on PSVR. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. Uh, PSVR has some interesting games out right now I would like to play, such as Persistence, 18 Floors, and even the Exorcist game looks fun. I feel like Ken would get a lot more out of the PSVR than his Oculus. I I don't know. Honestly, like, I have a PSVR, and, uh, I still want to turn it on. The issue is, is that, like, like... With the Oculus, you set it up once and it's kind of done. And the problem is, like, you can if you bump the camera, like, or it's just like I cannot get this thing. I put it on a friend's head, and it wouldn't work for him properly. And I have not been able to get it to work as well as it has before in the past for me. Um, so uh, it's it's a little bit annoying that way. It's a hardware limitation. It's not the um, it, it's not the game selection. The game selections are great. It's the hardware that mess, ends up messing with the game because I was. Trying to review, um, uh, oh God, Killing Floor Incursion, and um, getting that thing to 
properly kind of read where I was was a pain in the ass. And it's not the game's fault. It's I, I even booted up another game to test it out. It's it's purely like I played static fully through and I handed it to a friend and it, it broke on him for some reason. So it, it, the hardware is just not <laughs> my, strong. My Oculus lives in my closet. I haven't had that thing yeah. hooked up in like a year. Um, Danny Hell says one of you frauds should play Octopath Traveler. It's so good. One of us frauds is. What the hell was that? It's a bag of chips. Okay, that was pretty loud. You should probably mute Sorry. if you're gonna get in a bag of chips, man. I wasn't eating them. They're still loud. I. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I want to play Octopath Traveler. I really do. I really, really do. I just... Man, it'd be hard for me to play that right now. And I don't have a Switch. I've got an Overwatch addiction that won't let me play most games. If I'm going to play that, I'm going to play Bravely Second first. Nah, I totally play Octopath. I love that demo. It was so good. Uh, Dustin says, seems like randomized or the new fad in ROM hacks nowadays. I see Resident Evil HD has just got one. Do you guys know about these? Yeah, I've heard about like the Zelda and the Mario ones, where they're basically just like randomized versions of those games. And like, yeah. I don't have any interest in playing those any more than I have interest in playing a lot of these procedurally generated games that are dropping constantly. Like, I've played Dead Cells. I'm not going to break my embargo or anything, but... The same issues you have with other games of that type, I'm sure, are persistent there. Oh, no, absolutely. That's, yeah. like... I just want to feel like I'm making progress. Like, Hollow Knight, that, that's when I fell off of that game. And but, it's not procedurally generated, but... Like, when I got so far in that game, and then something happened, and then, like almost felt like I had to start over. Like, that stuff is really deflating to me. And I get that a lot of people like it, and a lot of people find that stuff fun, but, like, I played a ton of No Man's Sky until I got stranded on that planet, and I haven't played it since. That was, like, two days ago. And I feel like all these randomization mods, um, I feel like they're for people who even if they buy a ton of games, really, like, return consistently to one game and just play it all the way through again. Like, that might be fun if you return, you know, yearly to a game, but I don't do that, necessarily. And if I do, it's 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 only to enjoy myself playing that game again. Like, it's not to challenge myself. Yeah, know? I'll tell you a game that I've been kind of revisiting frequently lately. Overwatch? No, 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 uh, Shovel Knight. And, okay. like, playing through that game for... This will be my third time through it. I played through it on PC, and I played through it on PS4. Um, and I've kind of been revisiting it on Xbox One. Um, like, that is one game that I can hop into for a half hour at a time and really find enjoyment. But, yeah, I want to... I feel like I want to replay a bunch of games. Like, every time they announce a remaster, mm. I'm like, man, I really want to play that again. Um you know, I started Dead Rising, I started Dante's Inferno, I started Red Faction, you know, the remastered edition, and, like, I'll start playing them, and I'm like, I already know where this goes, and it was cool the first time, but, like, it loses something on that second playthrough. 
There are yeah. very few games um, I can probably name five off the top of my head. One of them being Link to the Past, you know, Mario sixty four and Mario World, Shovel there's Knight. Only, there's only one open world game for me, and that's uh, Saints Row Two. It's the only one I find full enjoyment in. Yeah, open world games. One. Open world games are really hard. Like the only one I've really considered, like just re-rolling an entire game, is Breath of the Wild. I can't. I that game is. Uh, yeah, I just can't do it. I love that game. Like every minute of it, and every time I, I go, too, but I just every time so I much. go back to play it now, I'm like, all of the experience has been sucked out of it for me because everything is done. Like I have mm. the master sword. I've completed most of the shrines. I've defeated all four, you know, beasts. I'm like, I don't feel like there's anything for me to do. So I finished all the shrines. I was like to say like at one point I was just like I'm gonna upgrade all my armor fully and then I just was like you know what I'm just done with this game and finished it and um yeah I mean it's a great game and I love it but uh it's probably one of the best playing games I've ever played and I say that because the feeling of just being able to the freedom of going anywhere you know that game does a really good job of like if you think you can you probably can right but I think of all the annoying shit in that game to some extent. Like, the grind to, like, I have Amiibo, so I'd end up just cheating the system and just dropping, like, things. But then, like, having to do all the little Korok puzzles so I can increase my inventory. Like, uh, you know, no. Like, I know they're small, but it's just, like, no. I'm good. Yeah, you know, there's, there's and very like, few games I never like played that. the DLC because I just never went back to it. The and DLC, like, the DLC is unfortunate because they took the parts of that game that, parts, I, that I didn't like. Yeah, I've heard that's generally the 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 hard difficulty, the breaking of weapons, yeah, all that fun stuff that everybody was actually complaining about. Yeah, that stuff. That's what we're gonna base the DLC on. There's so many of those games now, though. There's so many of those. When you die, you lose it all. It's super. Yeah, hard. I know. I was trying to review. I've told you I was trying to review one that you gave me a code for months ago, and I just, I'm not. I'm sorry. Like that's an instant. Like I'm gonna give you a bad score if that's the way your game is built off of. And like that's what that DLC is built off of. Now, to be fair, there's a little bit more uh, skill involved with the Breath of the Wild DLC than the game I'm talking about, which I won't name. But um, Dark, I was having a conversation with a friend about it because I mean the game's out, so it wasn't like a big issue. And um, I just like we came to the conclusion that Dark Souls isn't hard. Dark Souls is challenging. And punishing, but also very rewarding. And I find a lot of the games just understand that, like, oh, well, Dark Souls is hard, so I'm going to make a hard game because hard games are fun. And, like, no, Dark Souls punishes you for being stupid and punishes you for not taking your time and, and be like, not being wary of your surroundings. But as soon as you learn those lessons, you don't make that mistake twice. That enemy doesn't burst out of that twice like that same door twice on you because you know that now like and the 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 thing with like the breath of the wild dlc is like well you die once and you have to restart the whole thing like dark souls even doesn't do that you get to go and pick up your stuff again like it it this weird thing about being hard isn't fun for me 
like yeah. challenge me and and punish me, but don't just be hard for hard sake. That's not fun. Nope. Uh, Dustin says I can't put my finger on it, but last week's show was really enjoyable. Ouch. Do you think he was referring to you? I'm pretty sure. Jesus. Oh, <laughs> uh, he also says out of the mainline Final Fantasy games and their sequels, which one is the worst? For me, it's easily Lightning Returns. Uh, the mainline games and their sequels? Uh, does Dirge of Cerberus count? No, it's not a mainline. I know a well, lot of people... it's a part are, of the sequels. A lot of people will hate me for this. Seven? I think it's eight. Oh, yeah. I oh, love... Well, I love seven. And eight has kind of become a darling the later on it gets. And I'm like, eh, I remember going from seven to eight. Because seven, I'm going to be frank, was my first true Final Fantasy that I played all the way through. And six was mine. And I love seven. Seven's a great game. But eight was just like, oh, fuck this, after coming off of seven. Um, Lightning Returns is a bad game, though. Well, I mean, if we're not counting the MMOs that I have no interest in... Oh, God, this, I love that game. Uh, Well, I was going to say 11, but... um. Eleven was a weird game. I did not like that it, game. It, I love fourteen. Something else. Um, no, I, I'm probably gonna say, oh well, ten two. Is that a mainline? Oh, I mean, it's a direct sequel. One through fifteen. That. Maybe that's what he like means. Said, well, I mean, like, because he's saying like Lightning Returns. Well, I wouldn't count Lightning Returns as a mainline. Oh, that's true. That's, that's true. Sorry, I, th- right? I was so. thinking of thirteen. Sorry. Right, so, I mean, there's a lot. Like, that's the reason why I said Dirge of Cerberus is hands down. Dirge of Cerberus just sounds like you've got, like, molasses in your throat. Dirge of Cerberus. Um, Because that's definitely the worst one, because it doesn't make any sense. Like, it's just not a very good third-person shooter. So much around Final Fantasy VII makes no goddamn sense. That's the reason why I don't like that game now. Like, I mean, I before I talk, like, it's just, it's like, there's so much crap. The only thing that, like... No. I can't even defend it. No, it's... it's... Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, I think if you look at games that got, like later add-ons, like 4 did it a lot better, 4 with the after years, than uh, 7 did with all of its extra crap. And uh, even 10-2 is arguably better than one of the Final Fantasy 7 add-on stuff. Uh, Dustin also says Square really needs to remake at least 4 through 6 with the Octopath engine. No. Square needs, I, I mean, to, it, Square needs to finish like remaking 7. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't need them... I don't need them touching six. I think they like, honestly, and if you touch six, then like, are they going to use the original translation? Are they using the Game Boy Advance version? You don't need to, you don't need to concern yourself with all those thoughts because Final Fantasy seven remake is never happening. That's a lie. Well, no, I'm talking about six. No, but I mean, seven's not happening. They announced that shit. Uh, Chad says adulting sucks I have to spend my weekend working on a presentation due on Monday when I could be playing games I have at least six more slides to develop but I stopped for a minute just to send this tweet well it's a little late now but godspeed Uh, yeah adulting does suck I was on vacation this week and I told myself I wasn't going to load up my computer my work computer and I did on Saturday night because 
I wanted to clean out my inbox before I woke up Monday morning and tried to clean it out. Uh, Jeff says, with Taiko no Tatsujin drum rhythm game announced to be coming to the West, do you think rhythm games could make a comeback? If they did, which ones would you like to see? I got only weird ones, so like Rhythm Heaven. Um, and, uh, well, I mean, it was Elite Beat Agents in America. Those are two from Nintendo that I think uh, are fun rhythm games. Other than that, I can't really think of anything I'd want to return. I wanted Parappa to return until Parappa returned. And then I remember... I'm going to be honest. I I like the soundtracks for those games, but those games are not good. Yeah, I love the sound... I think that's what I loved was the soundtracks, because the games themselves are not very good. How do you do well in those games? You ruin the song. Yeah. But, 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 the ball! It sounds so bad. Stop, Tyler, kick it. I'm I, um, yeah, like uh, bring on the mustard. How's that good? All right, sure. Yeah, those games are weird. Uh, the Wombat answered that question saying he's not on the show today, but I'll answer that. I loved Tycho Drum Master on the PS2, and I would like to see Karaoke Revolution make a comeback. I never played those games, so I can't speak. Karaoke Revolution were fucking incredible, but it's not a shock because they were made by Harmonix. Ah. So. Was that before? It was... They did uh, Guitar Hero? (sighs) It was around... That's a Konami game, right? Yeah, they were really around the same time. Like, I think Karaoke Revolution came first and then Guitar Hero popped onto the scene. I don't remember. I just remember that Karaoke Revolution was something that we used to get together and play a lot of. Uh, the Wombat also answered the Scott Stapp question saying, Michigan is just north of us, or if you're looking at a map, you could say it's higher. <laughs> oh, shit. Can you take me higher? Yeah. Uh, last tweet is from Justin. It says, I'm in the theater waiting for Mission Impossible to begin. Can't think of another question. Then, do you like the series? I absolutely love 1, 3, and 5. What about you? I like the Mission Impossible movies. Yeah, they're fun movies. I'll be honest, like, Tom Cruise, like, I enjoy most of the movies he's in. Yep. The action ones, less, not so much the dramatic stuff, but... Um, oh, come on, Rain Man is a goddamn classic. I wasn't referring to Rain Man. Um, <laughs> maybe Cocktail, Just mm. 20 years old, 30 well, years old. Yeah, 30 years old. Yeah. Don't make me feel old, but that's a bad movie. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, one of his more dramatic... His action stuff is generally good. Even, um, I'll defend this, and I know a lot of people hated it, even The Mummy, Tom Cruise isn't the bad part of that movie. Bad part of that movie was two scripts thrown together to make one movie so they could shove that fucking dark universe down your throat. That never happened. That never happened. Yeah. yeah. Because this the first half of that movie, alright. Second half of that movie, alright. Together, not very good. Yeah. But he was it's great. A weird, it's a weird movie. But yeah, any pretty much anything he's in, I mean, he's in one of my favorite sci-fi movies, which is Minority Report. Minority Report, yeah. yeah. He's actually... Another sci-fi movie I really liked was um, Oblivion. I know that's another movie people really don't like, but 
Um, I thought that movie was fantastic. Tom Cruise is a good actor. Any Mission Impossible is his series now. Yeah. And uh, I think it shows like just how much they've stepped up each each freaking movie. Um, I think one is still probably my favorite because it's a little bit toned down. Um, a good spy flick. Um, and now, of course, it's larger action sequences and stuff. Um, but uh, those are all great movies. Yeah, they're all fun to watch. Like, I can't... The thing about those movies is I can't really decipher them. Like, they all kind of run together for me. The only oh, one yeah, that stands no, out is what, the... MacGuffin and... Apparently they make a comment on that in the new one. Uh, so I've heard about the fact that it's just a, it's a MacGuffin, so don't worry about it. Yeah, like the only one that stands out to me is the one that Wu directed with the pigeons. Like that one always sticks in my head because it's funny. Oh, one John. is the only one that stands out to me because yeah. all the other ones just become big action packed sequels, right? Like the um, I, there's moments of each movie, um, but I can tell you what movie it's from. But like the first one with the uh, aquarium break and the, of course the drop, the rappel drop, this train sequence at the end. Yeah, all that stuff is uh, stands out. Um, and and honestly, one of the um, one of my first stealth games I ever played was the Mission Impossible game for N sixty four. Oh my god! I I love that game. It's not a good game though. It is not, but it does all the Mission Impossible ish sort of stuff. Like it has the face changer. Um, man, I you had to sneak into the bat. You had to get the person to go to the bathroom, then get in, and then use the face changer on them. Yeah, you had to sneak into a facility. That game, it was not good. It's not the worst game ever. It's it's uh, it's got some charm to it though, and that's that's honestly like the first stealth game I ever played. So I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, like it was a different type of game for me at the time. And plus, like it, there was some tension. Like the fact that you had to have the gas mask to like there's a part of you infiltrate and like one of the second parts that you had to have the gas mask to go through the area and stuff. And yeah, um, I, the soundtrack, I love the soundtrack to that game too. It was a great game in at the time, obviously going back is very, very rough to play. Isn't it on PS one as well? I don't know if it's the exact same game, but there is a, it is very similar. I know it has the same like soundtrack, but obviously CD audio quality. Um, I don't know if it's the exact same game. I think it goes through the same moments, though. Hmm. I still need to see the new one. I've heard the new Mission Impossible is like the best. I'll end up buying it on Blu-ray, so I usually don't go to the theater. Yeah, I don't I either. Have... I have all of the movies on Blu-ray, um, but yeah, I usually wait till they. Come. I don't go. I'm not a theater guy. Me neither. I only go to the theater for Marvel when my Marvel buddy wants to go. DC because I'm a DC whore. And Star Wars. Like, those are the only things I go to the theater for, unless it's, like, a Saturday afternoon and everybody's like, we ain't got shit to do. Like, well, let's go see a movie. Well, what's playing? Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't make it a point to go to the theater anymore. Like, I I managed to snag Ready Player One on 4K this week for $10. Yeah, using that. Um, and, like, man, that movie was a fucking blast. <laughs> I, I don't have no interest. Oh my god! I don't know how you could not have interest to see that. Like it's because I, you know, I referencing geeky stuff doesn't make you good. That's <laughs> and that's that, what that book was. Well, yeah, so, and but see, that's like I don't understand why people are so against that because like that stuff is fun to me. I, I think I'm. I, 
I think I worked retail at the time where all the pop figures and stuff started to roll in and just killed any joy I had for stuff, like just the ubiquity of things, you know? I, uh, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I guess I'm also, I'm also, I've made it very clear. I buy CDs still, which makes me a weird person in this day and age. And, um, before it closed, we had HMV in Canada and, uh, that store just turned into just every pop culture thing. And like music ended up being shoved to the back of the store. And then they went under because the pop culture stuff just sits around and just takes over everything. Like there's a pop figure for fucking everything. There's t-shirts all over the place, pillows. It's just like, I can't, I don't want to be forced to deal with like the same, like I don't want to be slapped in the face with things I like all the time. I like to be able to step away from it. And, like, to me, like, Ready Player One was just, like, I don't know about the movie, but the book was, like, and I'm going to reference the thing that most a lot of people like. And it's, like, all right. I don't know. It's just it's the same with memes on Toto's Africa. I got it. The song was good until it was ruined by this. <laughs> I don't know. Right? I, just, I just don't get ruined by things. I just, I, man, because I, I can't constantly take like it's it's what killed star wars for me it's what killed star wars for me i i was like i was excited for the new movies and then the merchandising wave just came and i was just like man i've seen so much star wars crap i'm not really interested in having dealing with star wars were you not around when star wars was around the first time no it was the same shit it was just merchandise i was 26 so even when the the prequels came out it wasn't like you know on fruits and vegetables. Oh yes, it fucking was. Not for not. Oh for yes, there was a fucking. Oh, there was it's something fucking for annoying everything. Then too. But like honestly, when I got into Star Wars, they had a very small section. This is, this is before the prequels. I wanted a Darth Vader figurine. It was not a wall of figurines. It was down during. The, I was four, four. I think. Like it was during the time when like Star Wars was not big. They were just starting to do bigger lines of characters again, but even then, like, finding characters of from the movie, like, finding a Luke or a, like, a Darth Vader, like, you know, they had, like, one box on the shelf type of thing. That was it, so you got, like, one Darth Vader in a box. It wasn't a lot of characters out of Toys R Us, might I add, so there was plenty of space oh, for Oh, man, you must, they must be fucked up in Canada, because in America, that shit was everywhere. Not, not during the time between, like, when the merchandising stopped, ha- there was a short time period where there was not a big merchandising push. That's because there was no movies. The prequels. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's when I got into Star Wars. <laughs> I don't remember it being huge after the movies came out, other than the fact that they wanted Jar Jar everywhere. Oh, God, that shit. That crap. They couldn't clearance that crap for the life of them. I worked at EB Games when the, the prequel trilogies came out. Oh, I'm so sorry for you. And... We had so much Star Wars paraphernalia. Like, we had to decorate our window in Star Wars. Like, it was just everywhere. Like we had... I remember them being... In, I remember. I will say, I will remember the... Bell and KFC and all... Do you remember that? I think. I think you're breaking out. Am I? Uh, you were for a second. Oh, we got another... I do remember it being in stores. We got another. Did, or, but... We got another tweet. 
Oh god. Nivex says, how are we going to know what specs our games are running in the cloud? I thought the whole point of cloud was so you didn't have to worry about its specs. It probably, truthfully what will happen is the game will run on the most powerful machine. It's just right, your bandwidth. You. Yeah, your bandwidth will determine the resolution that you get is the way so, streaming will work. And I'm screwed in Canada then. I mean, America's not much better. No, it's true. Like if you're in, well, I think even if you're in Thailand, you have better internet connection. I mean, generally. if you're not fiber everywhere, then you're pretty much a third world country when it goes comes to internet. And America certainly does not have fiber. I can't get fiber here. Like the max speed I can get here is like a 400 megabit, megabit megabytes. Yeah, that's about right. So, I mean, there are places around here that are up to a gig. Um, but not in my rural area where I live, unfortunately. Uh, fiber is flowing into the U.S., but who knows when it'll become standard. Aren't there people on dial-up in the U.S.? Oh, I'm sure. Somewhere. Yeah. I've heard it's like a huge amount of people still. Well, I don't even have, I don't even have a fucking phone line. So there's that. Like, I haven't had a phone line in... God, it's been probably close to 10 years. Wow. I mean, they got a cell phone. What the fuck do I need a phone line for? Yeah, no, I understand that. Just, like... Yeah. It's just a weird thing to have, like, an actual phone. Like, my mother has a phone. Okay? <laughs> it's at the point now where old people have phones. Telephones. Yeah, I remember working at Target not too long ago, and we'd have, like, one type of corded phone. Yeah, you, um, I mean, you can't and, buy those and, things. And anymore. old people would come in, and like we'd sell out of them for some crazy fucking reason. Uh, you but, know, uh, people people get used to their technology, and they don't want to move forward once you get past a certain age. I mean, I eventually will probably get to that point where I'm like, hey, you know, I still yell at VR, like, hey, give me a controller, you know. I used to game with with a real <laughs> controller in my hands, on this virtual crap. So I had to put the channel on three to play my video games. I used to have to download the games. Yeah, I, I couldn't just stream them. What are you talking about? Like, I have to explain that to my son sometimes because he'll be like, I want to watch this show. Why is it not on Netflix? I'm like, well, I'm going to tell you about a time when I used to have to wait for the clock to tell me that a show was on and hope that I had the channel. We had to look through a TV guide. Even I had to do. Yeah, you know, a physical book to tell me what was on television. Like there were no guides. There was no apps for your phone. Okay, now I'm feeling old because this is all shit I had to do. <laughs> That's what happens when you get older. You start to feel I, old. I, yeah, because I grew up in the weird period of like, not. Yeah, I'm not young enough to like. How I grew up in a time where. We still didn't have computers in every house. It wasn't a thing. Oh, yeah. I I, I, I remember the first computer my parents bought me. That some bitch could do addition problems. That was about it. Like, fucking, you'd ha- I'd had, like, one friend that had a computer. <laughs> yeah. It was a big deal to have a computer. I remember the first time I got the internet. I had a 14.4 modem, baby. 14.4. I feel my hair graying. Dude, I have gray hair. 
Okay. Oh, I have I have gray hair. I'm 26 and I have gray hair. Oh god, I'm almost 40. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking kids are killing me. Oh, that's all the tweets though. That's the show. Uh, if you want to tweet us, it's at M4G Podcast. Uh, if you want to shoot us an email, it's podcast at ztgd.com. You can follow us on the Twitter. I am at ztgd. Anthony is at intersect, N-T-R-S-K-T. Also, check out Phoenix Down. I know Drew is running that. Even though he's not here, I'll still plug his show. Because I'm a nice guy. I think that's... That's it. That's it. That's all I got. I got nothing else. Just go play some video games if you can. Remember that life's not as bad as you think it is. And I padded out this podcast for y'all. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, everybody's going to look at this and be like, there's only two of them, and it's two hours and 20 minutes. What the <laughs> fuck is this shit? I tried, folks. I know some of you <laughs> listen to this at work. You're welcome. I used to do the same thing. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully we'll have more people next week to have more conversation. And blame Drew for me having to vamp as much as I did. I, it's... At DML Fury. At DML Fury. He don't tweet anymore. Just like he don't come on the show no more. You know. Anyway, that's it. We out. We'll see you next week. Peace, Petrus. Alrighty. And it goes something like this.